The Solid 7 Podcast is a proud affiliate of GoRuck. GoRuck designs and builds the toughest gear on the planet, including footwear, apparel, and rucks. Oh, a backpack. Like a backpack, if backpacks were made to last under the toughest conditions in the world. Mm. Everything they make is backed by their Scars Lifetime Guarantee and is tested and proven over and over and over again at GoRuck's events held all over the world and led by current and former Special Forces combat veterans. The GoRuck brand stands for Building Better Americans, the Special Forces way of life, and a life-or-death approach to building the world's toughest gear. Visit Solid7Podcast.com and click on the GoRuck link to learn more about their gear and events, and a portion of every purchase and event registration that you make will go to support us here at the Solid 7 Podcast. Uh, hiya, boys. This uh, we're kicking it old school tonight. Oh yeah. Hello. We're we're taking it taking it back to the taking jump. It way back. back to episode three. Episode three. Going going way <laughs> back. So uh, we're uh, we are a solid seven podcast. A, a better than average podcast. Tonight is uh, definitely just barely. <laughs> But uh, we're not a podcast about nothing, but we're also not a podcast about any one thing. Each week we get together, talk about whatever's going on in the world that interests us, and we invite you to join us. Mm. More often than not, we bring along a guest, and uh, this week we welcome back uh, the OG podcast guest, <laughs> our, our first ever guest, our first ever repeat guest, and uh, then he hasn't listened to the podcast since then. <laughs> Mr. Uh, Mr. Michael Williams, welcome back, buddy. Oh man, it is. Uh, it's pretty great to be here, you know. So uh, I have listened to the podcast since. Mm-hmm. <laughs> tell, tell us what you told us a second ago, Mike. <laughs> when I got on here, I was like, "Kelly, you still sick?" And Kelly's like, "How do you know I'm sick?" <laughs> like. How do you think I know you're sick? And he's like, don't give me that. Try to act yeah. like you're listening to it now. I listened to the last two episodes, okay? I listened to the last two episodes. Yeah, I was going to say, you listen to the podcast like a high school student prepares for an exam. You're like, oh, dang, <laughs> I'm going I'm going back. I better listen some I better, just before I'm on. <laughs> I, better, I better listen a little bit. I, I tell you what, though, that, that, that joke in the last episode about me not listening since the third episode is pretty pretty funny so well i will funny. say I, I laughed pretty hard to, to your credit <laughs> despite the uh, massive time gap i mean episode three was the first time you were on and then it was only a few episodes after that i can't remember I if was, you, yeah i was on again because i was yeah. actually in orlando visiting yeah, yeah so, so i was I able mean, to be with you guys we're we're not gonna get get into like who mike is Let's or what do he's a on the three, podcast 33 this week. episode recap for mike yeah <laughs> but uh <laughs> You know, if you want, if you're if you're hearing Mike for the first time, you're like, who who is this guy? You go back and listen to his other episodes and, and yeah. figure it out. We can do all that. But I will say, to your credit, you came prepared tonight. You got yourself a Jocko Go, but yeah, and, but uh, more more than one. Yeah, you, I got two. You did po- what I like to say. Uh, you pulled a Josh. You shrewded yeah. it, and you <laughs> did crack. You did crack it open already, but it's luckily not, it's not all the way open. I still have a little bit here. No, oh, I am oh. a I am a trained professional here. I will I will crack mine open now, <laughs> and cheers you via the FaceTime. Cheers, sir. Mike going oh. with the uh, Mike going with the green apple. Always a yeah. wise choice. Come on, somebody. Yeah, and, Mike. You, do you have a Wawa near you in PA? Oh yeah, literally right down the street. 
You need, oh, to, you need to grab a, a, a mango. I'll do that. Yeah, I'll yeah, do, but Josh, Josh is leading you wrong. Now, since you're not a regular podcast listener, you might not have caught on to this. But oh, yeah. Uh-oh. Josh is sending you to Wawa where you're going to pay full price for that Jocko Go. But he can't buy yes. an individual one on Jocko's site. The, It'd be the, in a the, pack. The real play. Well, who who wants just one? Who needs just one? Well, what if one? he doesn't like mango? And he can get a trial run at Wawa. If he likes enough, he'll go get the 12-pack and use the Solid 7 code. That's solid. <laughs> See, I did that. like that? <laughs> oh, Mike, that was creative. Listen, if you get the mango and you don't like it, lose my number. What you do, you you go to solidzonepodcast.com. You click our link for Jocko Go. You select that mango. You get the whole case. You commit. You go all in. And when you're paying for that delicious mango-y goodness, okay. that clean, healthy fuel, uh, then you plug in our coupon code, solid seven. I got the number. The number seven. Don't mess it up and spell it out. Solid okay. seven, and you'll get ten percent off. You're welcome, sir. All You're right. welcome. You know what I'm You're really welcome. excited for is I was able to uh, secure the Mike. Have you seen the Xbox Series X mini fridge replica? <laughs> I have not seen that. Okay, that's that's crazy. Yes. So when, I've seen the the actual console itself. <laughs> it looked already like a. I like, like a, a mini fridge. fridge and so yeah when they dropped when they released the console like this is what it looks like however like a year ago two years ago mm-hmm. i don't know and they're like this is what it looks like there were memes that came out and caught they were people were calling it a mini fridge or a refrigerator right. or whatever right microsoft was like okay and went out <laughs> and legit <laughs> made a mini fridge first they made like a full-size refrigerator which obviously oh. is <laughs> insane uh i think snoop dog got one like several different key people got one of those big, like legit refrigerators that looks exactly like the console, but then oh uh, people, I think, got, it got great response, and so they're like, "Okay, we'll make we'll make one for real that people can buy." And it's a mini fridge, and it only is being sold by Target. Um, it's ninety nine bucks. It's a little pricey, but apparently, right. in most I, from the quick Google search, don't quote me. Like it seemed like most mini fridges. I was like, "Oh, they're actually more expensive than I thought." Um, mini fridges but i think you can get really cheap ones too whatever but yeah 99 dollars looks exactly like an xbox series x <laughs> lights turn on and everything it has it the usb on the front just like the xbox you can plug in your phone and charge it if you want it comes with an, a, a power adapter so you can plug it into your car if you're on the go and uh i'm really excited for when it comes in i was a, they're really hard to get because everything's hard to get right now that's oh yeah anything online and so i this morning i was waiting for a ps5 drop um and uh in the meantime while i was waiting for that the xbox dropped the refrigerator dropped again there was oh, it was available so i was like let me just see if i got that let me see if i can get it and so i just yeah, added just to the cart made that happen and then boom i was able to get it apple pay saves lives so i was like oh snap <laughs> it went through kira we're getting a fridge um oh. i thought uh cody and miranda from uh either neither podcast who uh the podcast that your wife has now appeared on twice before coming on ours she's wow. technically uh, been I, on ours more in the background wow. i don't think it counts yeah, but right. uh, i thought they i thought they told you they'd get you a, a ps5 um i've yeah i've talked with her um uh, with miranda and her dad is getting one they're more my primary i'm doing contingency planning so like I technically have ordered two Switch OLEDs, um, like so I bought the one a GameStop bundle on Monday, uh, but it's like the stupidest bundle ever. It's these red and blue headphones. If you have these headphones and you like them, cool, good for you. They look like a three year old should be wearing them. That's why I offered them to you, Kaylee, even though your son's five. 
Um, but uh, I was like, I don't want these headphones. And I asked uh, Jason, evangelist magician, if he wanted them for his boys. And he's like, nah, I don't want those. And then I asked you, like, do you want these? And you're like, nah, I don't want those. And I'm like, nobody wants these headphones. I don't want this bundle. But it was the only way I could get the OLED white one. But then today, Amazon UK had a drop. Mm. And I mm. copped it again, and I thought, oh, I'm actually going to save money because I spent a little bit more on the bundle. So I thought, maybe I'll return the bundle to GameStop when that comes in, and then I'll save some money by getting the Amazon drop. So I think that's what I'm going to do. But uh, they, I have not heard back from her dad yet on their white OLED and PS5 digital. The digitals did go on sale today for like three milliseconds, and I think there was three available in the whole state of Florida, and they were gone mm. in a second. Yeah. It was stupid. I could have okay, bought the so disc today, but I didn't want to spend a hundred more dollars. So check this out. Yeah. Um, my sister's husband mm-hmm. is in works for is Sony. In the He'll give me one for free right now on the Solid Seven podcast. No, no, no. Calm, calm down, calm down, calm down. <laughs> he works uh he's he's in the military, so he's stationed right now in Africa. Okay. And he bought his there with no problems. Like easy to get, easy to find, whatever. And on top of that, it's cheaper because our money is worth more there. So I'm actually going to reach out to him and see how many he can get his hands on. I mean, how much would shipping be? I feel like that'd be a little. That I, I mean, might as well just wait and buy one. For the, I, I mean, mean, I probably wouldn't have to wait, but I probably would spend up about the same for shipping, right? I mean, but hey, like remember, the PS5 is cheaper though because our money is worth more. So then, if you're still only paying 500 bucks, it's like you're buying it in the US anyway. Yeah. Yeah, I'm so not against idea. this. I'm not against it's this. A thought. I am for this. Yeah, it's a thought. So we gonna we gonna see we gonna yeah. see if this works that'd be, out. That'd be that'd be dope. <laughs> yeah, I'm still waiting for the PS5. But what I was saying with the refrigerator is I'm definitely gonna keep it in my office at work and put just keep Jocko's in it all the time. Because currently I have to like walk out of my office into the the shared fridge. Yep. We don't. We can't do anybody, that. No, I need my own. I need my own fridge that Come looks on. like an Xbox that lights up. <laughs> That can charge my phone. I can throw in my car if I need. I can place my actual whole Xbox, real Xbox Series X, inside of it. So, here we are. Kill. The design definitely makes significantly more sense as a fridge than a gaming console. Yes. I mean, the thing is dead silent. I have not heard it once. And I've I've been playing Forza... I can never say it. Forza Horizon (laughs) 5. I feel like that's a tongue twister. Forza Horizon Five, um, a bunch last couple of days, and it's and it, it looks beautiful. Game runs great, and the console I've not heard it. Did you see the meme with the Xbox and the PlayStation side by side, the refrigerator and the Wi-Fi the router? router? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what What I do love is when I'm Ooh. like, "Hey Josh, you want to go grab food at this place?" No, that place will cost me a dollar fifty more than Chipotle. <laughs> he says to me with you know fifteen hundred dollars worth of gaming consoles in the background. <laughs> yes, because like I am, oh, I'm, like we, we were at we went to Blaze today. Me and coworkers went to Blaze Pizza, and Blaze uh, they looked owned at, by LeBron James or co-owned by LeBron James. He owns that. Co-owned, yeah. I didn't know that. Definitely, uh-huh. Good for him. He has COVID, yeah. and he's vaccinated. Anyways, um, <laughs> so we went there, and we we got – I got a, I was going to get a simple pie, which is just cheese, pizza, and then they're like, Why but I got a one-top, and they're like, you don't want more, like, things on this pizza? And I was like, one, all the pizza tastes the same, and two, 
Uh, <laughs> I was like, and two, uh, I don't want to spend more money. And it was literally like, uh, which they already raised their prices. The simple pie used to be like five something. Now it's six something. And then a one top was seven something. And I was like, dang, y'all bringing up the prices. <laughs> I'm like looking at this. But then this cut <laughs> to this morning, I'm buying a Switch white OLED and buying a $99 refrigerator. And you so, already have a Switch, right? Did I hear that right? Well, when you were talking about I'm selling the first. I'm going to return the first switch so I could save some <laughs> like 80 bucks on the on the next switch because the bundle Wait, was 80 bucks more. Yeah. Hold on a second. Hold on to the second one. You want it? I may I may have somebody that might want to buy it from you. Sure. Hold on to the second one. Don't get rid of it. If, <laughs> if I believed in multiple lives, I would swear Josh like lived through the Great Depression in a past life. <laughs> Why? He's... <laughs> It's you just you. It's uh, <laughs> when you're like, no, I this meal at this place that cost three dollars and seventy nine cents. Now it used to be three seventy seven, and now since then it's gone up, and so I've got to adjust. I'm not going to eat there as much. I got to adjust for that increase. <laughs> like you just got them all like online. I'm like, who hurt you, man? It's like no, it's more like Kevin Malone, and he only knows how to do math when it relates to food. Whatever. Yes, <laughs> exactly. Only when it relates to food. I loved it. Oh, my god! Oh, did I tell you that I actually got to meet him, right? I told you. Yeah. We were in the middle of recording, I think, a week ago or two weeks ago. And I sent a, you sent me the picture and I sent it to Kayla yeah. and Adam when we were recording. Yo, like. In Scranton, pretty, right? Because you're pretty, up yeah. in PA anyways. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, we're, we're, we are just about two hours, two, two hours. I can't talk. Two hours. A little bit under two hours um, south of Scranton. So, we just. Up on your state, right up there, and uh, my brother-in-law had texted me and said, "Hey, you know, like Kevin's gonna be in town," and I'm like, "Dude, you're lying." He's like, "No, uh, he's his gonna be Brian." I'm like, "He he doesn't know him as Brian. He knows him as Kevin. He knows that's him as that's all he sees him as." So I'm like, "I don't even think I can make it." So then Elizabeth actually talked me into going. I wasn't gonna go. Elizabeth's like, "You should go. It would be great. Just do it." All right, went. I I could not say anything to the man. I was like starstruck. Couldn't say anything. I was just in awe. <laughs> almost got almost got emotional at one Sounds point. Steve like, don't Carell. even know why. <laughs> I understand, but it's just like the president could walk up, and I'm like, who cares? Well, but everyone would say an that. Office, an, <laughs> if an office, if, if an office character, any one of them walks up, I'm like, Meredith, can I just, get, yeah, can I just have a hug? <laughs> what about uh, the one lady in season one who worked in the annex that doesn't have a name? Mm, no, it's hey, okay, all right, all she right, does gosh, have a name. I don't remember down. it. I'm saying the characters that we know and love, all right? Calm down a little bit. I'm just saying, Hank? all right? What if Hank? Is it Hank? Is that his name? Hank? Oh, yeah. Hank? Yes, of course. You can't. <laughs> he died, Mike. I Be know, respectful. He <laughs> passed you away a couple years ago. are ridiculous. Yes, him. And then, uh, um, oh, I can't even think of his name right now. Daryl's friend from the from the warehouse. He, uh, black, sea monster. The big black guy. Yeah, he died. He passed he, away, he too. He died recently, too. Yeah. Dang. Yeah. It's sad. It's okay though. It's the, the curse of the office. It's curse of the office. Creed is still <laughs> kicking though, so it's all good. Per, and Purse Girl, there's an ancillary character everybody'd still yeah. love to meet. Oh yeah, <laughs> Amy Adams. Amy Adams. Yeah. But either way, it was really cool to meet him. Uh, so you didn't talk to him at all. The, I didn't really because they're moving it along pretty quickly. But his demeanor is kind of the same. Like, uh, I mean, his character Kevin is a isn't necessarily like a loud outgoing character he's kind of to himself mm-hmm. and he says all his fun jokes whatever so the brian bumgartner was actually kind of a quiet chill just hanging out kind of dude so it's like okay it's pretty cool hmm. it's cool to get to see he's him. been uh he's been raking it in over on cameo oh yeah isn't he, he the one number the one 
He was either number one or top three. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. Like, uh, took in over, I don't know what the time frame is, I guess probably a year, took in over a million dollars on Cameo. Yeah. Hmm. Good for him. Oh, yeah, he's he's killing it right now. And he's got, he's got a movie out. Which one? It's about, really? it's about, yeah, he has a movie out. It's called, uh, I can't remember the name of it, but it's about um, a, a Christian rock band, an old school Christian rock band, and he's their manager. Scranton in the City? Or is no. it Scranton City 2? Scranton Scrantonicity. Not Scrantonicity. <laughs> but no, that's not that's not the name of it. That's not the name of it. But yeah, it came out uh I think only on DVD, like maybe on some streaming platforms. But yeah. He's doing his thing. That's cool. So like it was just a book signing and did you even buy the book and get him to sign it? Or? I did. I do, yep. I have okay. the book and he signed it and I also have a mug that he signed the box on. So I'll take it to my office and what set it up in my office somewhere. Solid seven um, mug? It's the no, it's the <laughs> Mike, <laughs> it's it's an office mug. It's the world's greatest boss mug. Oh, that's cool. Um, they have those at Five Below. Is that where you got yours? Uh, no, actually, my brother-in-law got it for me, so I don't even know where he got it from. Five Below has a lot of office paraphernalia, and but it's like mm. cheesy office pan. Yeah, I'm Panera, not. I'm good. Panera bread, but yeah, it's weird. Yeah, I was I was just there again for Thanksgiving, and we went to Cooper's, and I bought myself a uh, Threat Level Midnight poster. Oh, that's cool. But I don't think I'm going to be able to hang it in my office because he's got two guns on the front of it. <laughs> oh, God forbid. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't think I'm, I'm going to have to find somewhere else to hang it up. We'll do, you see. Remember, we'll see. do you remember my office poster that I have with like, it's like all the characters basically in like a little quote, like a decent like paragraph size quote from each character? I think so. I think I had it when we lived together in uh, the, our apartment. Mike and I used in to be apartment. roommates. Um, we sure were. And so I always had that partners, partners, and partners in crime, non-binary <laughs> partner. Um, we uh, I used to have it up in all my rooms since before I got married. I get married, and she's like, "No, you can't put that up." And I'm like, "Dude, it's it's your Saint Pauli girl." Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, "Let me put it up," and she's like, hey, honey, "How about we take that down and discuss it?" Um, and then, uh, I, I always, think it ties the room together. <laughs> you know, I have soft teeth. Um, oh my goodness! And so, for the people that don't watch The Office, none of this makes sense. <laughs> no, but oh, so then great. the other day, she has the audacity, Kira audacity. Chan, to come up to me and go, "Hey, I just at my job, I was, I was they moved me into an actual office. Could I take that office poster and put it up in my office?" Oh yeah, give her that. Dang! Look. And I was like, Ridiculous. first of all, first of all, first of all, who are you? No, you I've always liked Kira, but I didn't realize that she was just a stone cold killer. I didn't realize I she, was, she took a knife and stabbed me, stabbed me in the heart. I look at that office poster behind like my shoe wow. rack in the closet on the floor, laying sideways because it's like in one of those plastic framed like things that you can get at Walmart for like mm-hmm. five bucks. It's in one of those. Yeah, and I just stare at it and I think, man, I, I could be looking at this all the time on my wall, but I'm looking at it no. through a shoe rack and old clothes and dust. <laughs> I always, uh, I always liked the poster <laughs> that uh, our buddy Chris that used to work with us with. Now, now Chris slightly in the hierarchy of Solid Seven Podcast, Chris slightly outranks Mike in that he has not yet been a podcast <laughs> guest, but he is a regular listener 
but not a supporter. So he's not top oh. tier. He's kind of middle of the road. Gotcha. Uh, okay. As far as fans go, but he actually listens. Okay. So, hey, Chris, but he had the uh, Swanson Pyramid of Greatness poster. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm. And that's yeah. Uh, as far as TV paraphernalia goes, that's always been a favorite of mine. That's, Chris that's would a be one. a great guest. Why? Ha- I've never thought we should get him on. He here. would be. Yeah, he yeah. Would be no, a great we've, guest. we've talked about it. He's one of, you know, a lot of times. Uh, you know, even though it's easier than ever to keep up with somebody when they're absent, like we feel like we keep up with people when they're not around because we see what's quote unquote, see what's going on in their lives and social media. But a lot of times, like you think about all the people who actually live near you, work with you, that you, every time you talk to them, you both lie and you're like, we should hang out. Yeah, let's get together. And then you don't because life's just busy, right? If you don't live with me and you don't work with me, it's tough, right? It's tough. Um, so people move away and you just don't keep up, but there's there's always those exceptions and there's always been two or three for me and for whatever reason, Chris has just been one. We just we message pretty regularly. Normally, I, I I'm, it consists of me sending him things that mock bass players. <laughs> <laughs> so I saw this video the other day of a guy doing uh, his a person impersonation of like bass player groupies, like chicks that are into bass players, mm-hmm. and then he just disappears because there are none. <laughs> That's funny. Right? Like nobody's into bass players. So I sent that to him. I'm like, here you go, buddy. Allow me to encourage you <laughs> to today. So Mike, you're a bit of a musician yourself here, but I, I, I don't What's like uh Perrier, Pure, 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 you killed him off. What happened, dude? No, you, he's, he's, my you, dude, I you, mean, you killed him off like Chris Gaines, man. You're like, what? No, what? I didn't kill him off just yet. All right, I'm still paying to have my music up on Spotify, so it's all good. But uh, yo, bro, it's just—I mean, everything's been crazy. But I am working on some new stuff. I am actually working on some new stuff and oh, looking snap. to uh, and to get some stuff out there in the new year. So, oh snap, that's the, that's the plan. That's the plan. The plan is to get something out there. Now, I don't know There's if we've ever out there. I don't know if we've ever. I mean, I know we've talked about kind of like your, you know, your music or whatever before. And right. We, you know, I think the second time you came on, we listed you as your as your stage yeah. name as the guest yeah. or whatever, because mm-hmm. it had only been like five minutes since you were on before. So we're like, well, let's act like it's somebody else. Um, again, back to Chris, I, I I never saw the parallels to Chris Gaines before. Now I'm like, well, it's just Garth Brooks. But uh, <laughs> so, but uh, I don't think we ever talked about it before. But you're like a really accomplished drummer. Like you're a, yes. f- a phenomenal drummer. That's your bread and butter. But if I, cor- butter. correct me if I, I'm wrong. Um, if the way I heard or the way I remember the origin story of <laughs> you deciding now I'm going to release some of my own music um, was that you saw or heard people uh, regularly like quote unquote releasing music. I feel like everybody releases music now in the same way that, and we're guilty of this. Obviously everybody has a podcast or everybody's a photographer because they know how to use filters (laughs) on their iPhone. But if I remember right, the thing that caused you to be like, no, I'm, I'm, if they can do it, I'm going to do it. It's just like people who thought who were around, who were in your sphere of influence were like, I'm a, I'm a rapper and they're performing and they're releasing tracks. You're like, well, I'm better. I'm better than them. Is that not how that went down? Correct me if there, I'm wrong. I mean, there's, there's we're not naming we're not naming any names. They don't need to know. No, no, we're who not. They, they, don't need, they don't need know. It was one song, that. and I thought I could do it. It was. I don't know why you have to bring it up. So, so like, there's a lot of things that go into the reason why I decided to start making music. But I'll be honest with you, like that definitely, Kel has been <laughs> some situations for me. It's like, is this all it takes to release a song? Then I I'll release a song. We'll see what happens. But I wouldn't say it is the. The, um, the primary reason of why I decided to release music. So the primary reason was 
Um, it actually was uh, before um, I ended up leaving um, Orlando when I was a middle school pastor down in Orlando. Um, it was just uh, even when I was the coordinator and I was the I was the assistant. It was just a lot of the students and the music they were listening to. It was just all bad stuff. And so then it's like, well, why don't you want to listen to to Christian music? And it's like, oh, you know. I don't really like this Christian artist, and you know, no. And this was before, like, you know, because I don't know if you guys have heard of NF or listen to NF, but NF's on the scene now, and he's just taking over the world when it comes to Christian yeah, music. I'm but the man, to NF. but the man just needs to be happy about something, man. He just had a child, and he still looks depressed. So I'm just like, dude, be happy, man. Eat a eat a eat a sandwich, eat a cookie or something. I don't know. Like it's just it's it's sad. But um, but this is before he stepped on the scene, so you know there was still some really good Christian music out there, but. They just weren't liking a lot of the Christian artists, and I think it's because a lot of times, a lot of times Christian music, it has an it has an agenda. And what I mean by that is when you start listening to some of these Christian rap songs, somewhere in there, there's an underlining, you know, Jesus, 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 which is fine. I'm not knocking that. But where's the where's the where's the Christian artists who are just making good music that anyone can listen to? So I don't know if you guys have listened to um, Grayson Grayson's new song that he put out. Did you guys see Grayson mm-hmm. put out a song? Um, um, uh, shout out to Grayson. I don't know if he's listening, but uh, he, he put out a new song and the song doesn't have a, you know, Christian message to it, but the song is just a good song written by a Christian, a Christian guy. So, yeah. and it's just good music. It's good vibey, chill music. Like, right. Yeah. And then like, there are some people who do write music like that. So, um, and I was talking to this kid one time and he was like, you know, like, I just want good music. I just want good music. It doesn't have to have, you know, this message of me getting saved in it all the time. I'm like, okay, I can understand that. So, hmm. Then I was like, all right, uh, God, what do I do about this? And God's like, you can rap. And I'm like, oh, I guess I can. So <laughs> let's release a song. So yeah. I released a song. And so like yeah. for me, you know, I, I'm not trying to, I'm, I'm in no way, shape or form knocking Christian artists and how they write their music. All I'm saying is, you know, most of the music I listen to, there's, there's always something they're trying to get across when it comes to God, our relationship with God. And that's fine. But now I'm on the other side of it. Like, but what about just good, you know, good, clean Christian music, you know? If that makes any sense. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I feel that. And it, it is like, uh, you know, I, I don't, you never know, or at least I, I, ha- I can't put my finger on it, right? Like why uh, so much of just like quote unquote Christian media um, just doesn't hold up, right? A subpar. Is it, is it funding? Is it that the standards are lower? Particularly with, with music, like once upon a time I was, I was pretty close to that industry in the sense of like, Orlando has a very, very large Christian radio station. It's yeah. known in the industry. Yep. Um, you know, it's high ratings, even against secular stations in Orlando, or at least this, this used to be true. And I interned on their morning show uh, for quite a while. This is, I didn't uh, you know, another lifetime ago. But That's the thing awesome. is, you tune into that radio station now, and this has been a long time. And, you know, a significant portion of the music we were playing when I was there interning on the morning show right so it's like is um and part of it is like it's like anything else right it's listener supported they don't do ads it's it's sponsors and and fund drives and stuff like that but still like those supporters that's your customer right so you know when when the person calling in and pledging is the 35 year old mother or two or whatever like you're gonna play the things they tell you they right. like or yeah. they want to hear but it's like is there better music in in ccm and contemporary christian music right that's just not breaking through because that's the stations don't play oh, that yeah, yeah um, it's hard to say because every once in a while you hear something that does break through but yeah i think part of it is there 
there's room for that. Like we've said that about our podcast. Like we're not a Christian podcast. We are Christians with the podcast. Right. And that's not the, it's not the same thing. Yeah. Um, you know, and I feel a little bit, uh, like I, I think a lot of people, I think they've had a lot of exposure at this point have probably, um, you've definitely heard their music somewhere, but uh, you know, are probably aware of need to breathe. And it, that's kind yep. of, that's kind of their Perfect. bag. I don't know, Perfect which I, I actually, um, I have known their bass player, Seth, for a long, long time. Awesome guy. And, uh, you know, go give go give Seth a, a follow on, on Instagram. Him and his wife, actually, just uh, as an aside, like we like to do, run these, like, killer, um, like, treehouse uh, Airbnbs. They're, like, one of Airbnb's top destinations. Oh, wow. Anyways, I digress. Uh, <laughs> Bolt, Bolt Family Farms. But anyways, but that's kind of, I don't know if they put it this way, um, I, but it, it's kind of the deal. Like, Need to Breathe isn't a Christian band, but they are, they're Christians. Right. Right. And so, and I mean, I, I, I'm a fan. I mean, no music is everybody's bag, but I think, you know, they're definitely head and shoulders better than, Man. you know, most of what you find in, yeah. you know, CCM. Oh, you're like so. you. I didn't even think of Need to Breathe. Like, that is a perfect example of what I'm trying to get across. A bunch of guys who love God 100%, but just making good music. Yeah. And every now and then they do have the Christian message in there, and it's like, great. And then some of it, they don't. So it's like, and I just feel like that was, at the time, that's what the kids were battling with. It's like, I just want to hear a good rap song that gets me in the feels, gets me in the vibe. And I'm like, okay. I thought that was a lot for a middle schooler to say to me, but I was like, they were like eighth grade going to ninth. So I'm like, okay. So I'm like, all right. And then the first song I release, is it a song like that? Not at all. Yeah. <laughs> it's a song with a spiritual application to it and everything. So, but, you know, I'm trying to, I'm definitely working on some stuff. I got about, I got about three or four songs I'm trying to work on and yeah. put so out then, there and so people can listen to. So you're trying to make, uh, not necessarily Christian music is what you're saying, right? So like, what, what do you talk about then? Like, what would you, um, if so you're not like, going, I God mean, is great, God is good, right. let's rap so about like, food. for instance... Um, that was a rhyme instance, right like, there, and I, I got no credit. It was, yeah, I no, spit I, some I, bars. Come on, I, I appreciated those bars. Hey, we've been spitting bars together for a long time. All right, come on, Campioko. <laughs> so, um, like, I was gonna mention one song, but that song actually, it is it, it. It's I'm I'm definitely uh, um, I'm definitely like using the name of the song as a way to advertise it. So the song's called Hakuna Matata. So I've already looked up like all of these different things to make sure I can do that. Disney's already name, emailing uh, you right now. Yeah, why they you are. Can't but, but I looked it up and I can use it as a name of something. I just can't sell that name. I can't sell it like on a t-shirt. So if I wanted to make a t-shirt, I can't sell it. There's no way I could do that. But I can name my so song. So is that not an actual like like language and word? Or that they made it up? It is. It actually is. It actually is. Then how do they have so the, the right to... They have the right, they have the right to, uh, to printing it and selling it. You can't do that. Huh. That'd be stealing from them. Yeah, and it's crazy. There's a whole thing going on right now where, you know, everybody's trying to get that all come kind of like taken away and whatnot. But um, so the song's called Hakuna Matata, and there is no, it's literally just that, no worries. But I do throw some God things in there, so that one's kind of like that, kind of like the just a good vibey song. But then I have another song that I'm not even, I don't even know if I'm writing it. It's literally called Drop Top, and the song's about literally nothing. It's about nothing. It's just a fun song. That's cool. I heard a beat and I was like, oh, I like this beat. And the chorus just came to me. So I was yeah. like, oh, yeah, so that like would you, actually work. You, you so come I'm up like, with a decent hook that is yeah. memorable. Mm-hmm. And you're, and then you just write a verse and the verse can be. And some some of the songs I am writing are are spiritual, but then some of them are, you know, they're not spiritual at all. Yeah. So, I mean, if you think about both. how many songs you probably sing on the regular, like 
just put on the radio if you really think about what is this song about or like what did i just say oh man i feel like that happens more often than not like what is this what? about it's like a whole genre of tiktok and reels at this point where it's somebody yeah. singing along to a song from their teenage years and then yep. it's dawning on them what the lyrics actually mean that they didn't used to mm. understand yeah. okay like that's a whole mood Hmm. Uh, the song I don't know if you guys ever heard the song what would you do if your son was at home crying all alone on the bedroom floor because he's hungry you ever heard that song I was just listening to that before we <laughs> let me tell you something we started recording that, tonight Kale that's one of those songs like I listened to that song again later on and I was like oh man this is a bad song you know what I've actually been finding out are some interesting songs that can be really morbid are children's songs <laughs> yeah is it um, the listen to children's songs Ring Around the Rosie something horrible yeah, in London that's, or something. that's the go to that's, that's the like it's awful so I'm like yeah. man and then uh, the other day we were listening to um, um, what is it Five Little Ducks Five Little Ducks went out one day over the hill and far away Mother, oh, yeah, said, yeah. Mother Duck said, quack, quack, come back. And only four little ducks came back. Yeah, so she the whole gets thing. them all back at the end. No, she did at the end. I didn't think they were going to come back. I'm like, yo, this is messed up. <laughs> Mike's watching Coco Melon and getting invested. <laughs> but Swinney knows, knows when he has back. a toddler. I'm 100% right. I don't even need you to confirm. 100%. Nope. You heard that. It was a Coco Melon video. I know oh, right yeah. now. Oh, yeah. Um, I've listened. I mean, so. Yeah. The, you know what? What's funny, though, oddly enough, is, um, you know, as much as we talk about, you know, CCM kind of kind of lagging or not putting out the quality, and that's not that, like that's painting with a broad brush, right? There's standout artists, there's there's standout songs, yeah. you know, whatever yeah. that, that kind of make that jump occasionally. But I feel like um, and I don't know the, the right way to put it, not because I'm trying to be politically correct, but just because I'm not as well versed in music and what genre or what genres are the same and aren't, but whether or not you want to say it's rap or hip hop or whatever, I feel that's, that's kind of been a standout. Like I know, uh, when I was, was younger, um, uh, like grits was a phenomenal, like, uh, Christian hip hop or rap group. Um, Lecrae, depending on your Christian beliefs and stances, is uh, yeah. a, a you know a Christian artist, but like <laughs> NF, and then you know guys that weren't as big but were good. Like I always liked, yeah. which probably means he wasn't that good. Like John Rubin, I always got a kick out of John Rubin. He oh, might yeah. still be putting out music. I don't know. Yeah, we no, um, I don't, I don't know if he is, but yeah, he was great. I mean KJ five two. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean KJ five two was a solid cruise ship Eminem impersonator. Yeah. Sure, yeah, he was, he was. <laughs> so he had he had his he had his he had his hits. I guess <laughs> KJ's funny. probably never coming on the. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, KJ, KJ's KJ's worth three million yeah. on uh on on Google. <laughs> KJ's He's worth like three million. He's worth like three million or a million on Google. Good so he posted him. a video. So he posted a video. He's like, I don't know where this money is. <laughs> Oh, that's yeah. funny. He's <laughs> like, but I'm not worth three million. I can tell you that right now. He had that's, me rolling. Yeah, that's funny. so no. funny. But yeah, it's it's I funny mean, that you bring up. Go yeah. ahead. I'm sorry. I mean, well, and you know, it's <clears throat> it's weird coming up where we came up because you know, like we there are several like national recording artists, uh, CCM recording artists that came out of our church. Um, Seth from Need to Breathe. We, that's how I know Seth. Like we were not his his home church by any means, but while he was going to school in Orlando. Uh, he came. That's how I met Seth. Um, uh, somebody else we won't name, big big CCA name, but our our buddy Manuel. He grew up at Faith. He was in Group yeah. One Crew. He's done his his own yep. stuff. 
um, you know, and, and talented people and their, their music is on par. I always liked, you know, they're not putting out music and doing music together anymore. I always liked group one stuff. Again, me liking something that's uh, hip hop probably doesn't bode well for its quality. Um, but, uh, that's not the best metric for whether or not it's good. Um, but so, you know, there's, there's stuff like that out there. And again, we talked about, you know, so like Seth doing, it was funny with, uh, I need to have him on sometime uh, just to like get his reaction on the podcast of the story. Um, so, Hey, if anybody's hanging out with Seth right now, tell him to uh, give me a call, but I, yeah. I should shoot him a text. But Seth, while, while he was coming, like we used to do, uh, this event series, uh, where like, um, you know, we'd have these youth services, you know, at, at our church, uh, you know, weekly that happened all the time. But over the summer we'd do events after the fact, uh, right. And so we were talking about doing a concert and here's Seth. He'd been around for a while, but he was kind of an unknown quantity to us. He's like, well, listen, I'm in this band back home. Um, I could probably get them to come play like after a service if you if you'd want them to come. So we were like we were really trepidatious about it. Just in the fact that we're like, how good is this guy's band yeah, exactly. from home going to, you know, oh, okay. Where's home? <laughs> like we knew like Seth had been playing like we, so it, it was totally just on his street cred. Like we knew he was legit and talented and a good guy. So we just kind of took it on faith from him and it turns out, yeah, it's, it's freaking need to breathe. <laughs> oh man. That's so, yeah, that's cool. So a real, a real punk music moment. Uh, we, you know, we, we knew him before <laughs> everybody else. <laughs> knew who they were and had, had heard them but so exactly like yeah yeah so but so when when's this when's this coming when can we expect a, we, a big drop i'm trying sometime in the new year so at some point in january february somewhere around there just start dropping some singles can we hold it to music. you and then you come back on the pod and then because obviously our, all of our exposure will help you yeah yeah definitely no yeah we can do that the, the tricky thing that the tough thing it's easier in our medium than than in your medium right we've talked about this on the pod a million times josh, josh will tell you going into this i was really picky um that we just didn't sound crappy gotcha. right that we didn't sound like a pretend podcast or that we didn't sound yeah. unprofessional and so you know luckily that's not really really tough to pull off for this format it is really really tough to pull off in actual music like so much of the quality of the end product really doesn't have as much to do with your talent mm. as an artist with your talent as a musician as it has to do with the talents of whoever's mixing it for you and exactly. whoever's mastering it for you come on you know, <laughs> and it's that's the difference between, you know, recording on your mic in your bedroom and that sound and right. somebody who really knows how to mix and master it. And it just comes through, uh, you know, we've all been around projects where some money, some legit money has been spent on them. Yeah. But it's still not that big money. And that final project, product, you still just you go, still, yeah. no, this isn't like you can, you can hear it when you know, like you can hear it in the music and be like, this is as good as things that are succeeding. But right. it's that, it's that X factor on the back end. It's that finishing it mm-hmm. that I really, that- I feel like makes the difference. And like, uh, so uh, Provenzano edited and, and, and mixed and everything uh, the Horror Story song. Yeah. And then I had it mastered by another, uh, I had it mastered by another um, production company or producing company that's uh, based in Orlando as well, uh, River 
is it River Bear, I think, or I think I can't remember the name of their studio, but it's some friends of David's as well. So they did a great job. But, you know, moving up to Philly and leaving David and leaving all the people down there that just understand music and get it. um, It was it was it was a little bit, you know, like, oh, man, like, what am I going to do? Am I going to be able to find that next person? And then you're so right with I can get on there and I can rap the best I've ever rapped. But if they don't have the equipment, if they don't have the the, the ear, they don't have all those things. Mm -hmm. It's like I'm just I'm nowhere, especially when it comes to rap, like. I'm nowhere, right? Like, not obviously not more than, you know, when it comes to singing, goodness. But still, like, you know, the editing and the sound effects and all that stuff. So, yo, bro, without, not not, not without, but like, not even, I mean, two months being here, uh, one of the parents of one of the students that's attending the youth ministry here messages me and he's like, hey, you know, I, I see that you do music. And I'm like, how'd you see that? And he's like, it's on your Instagram. And I'm like, oh, I forgot I put it there. <laughs> <laughs> so then he's like, look, if you want to get together, and talk and just talk about some things like let's do it he's like you know i i help produce some of kb's uh music and so kb right now is probably top five christian recording artists right now in the in the in the whole united states world whatever right dude's making his way and he's uh i mean just tearing things apart it's pretty unbelievable to watch him um you know he's one of those guys we tried to get that was three thousand when we tried to get him and then two years later he was twenty thousand you know like it's like okay this dude just took off right so, you know, obviously when you meet somebody like that and they're like, oh, you know, I worked for this person. You're like, mm, I don't know. I don't know if I believe you. So then about a month later, before KB has released his album, the same person messages me and goes, hey, do you want to hear KB's new album? And I'm like, what? how do you how do you have it? <laughs> so then I'm like, all right, send me his new album. Yo, like, he I sends me the, the entire album. He sent it to me. And I'm like, oh, man. <laughs> so I'm just kind of sitting there like, all right, God, like. If if this if he's if he's here I'm gonna so he's ready he's like waiting on me he's yeah. like yo whenever you're ready he's ready to just sit down and start writing he's like let's start writing and then we'll just pick some songs and start recording so I'm like man it's a blessing so I, I'm definitely yeah. gonna try to get something put out there and hopefully so I what, can like what's his role is he bit. more like producer audio engineer so, like, yeah so what's... he he does a little bit of everything so the way he got connected with KB is he had a student that he was kind of mentoring through the process and then that student just kind of took off and started doing his own thing and got really good at all of it producing yeah. like writing everything so then he made his way into kb's inner circle and so now he's kb's like i think kb has like one or two maybe three producers that produce for him make beats help write the music all of it right yeah. and so this kid is one of those people and whenever they need certain type of beats or certain type of things He'll go back to uh, the guy I'm talking about, and he'll get him. He'll bring him in on the project. So if you go look at some of KB's albums, you'll actually see his name on there as helping write the music or producing or whichever the case may be. Do you, Do you guys ever have the thought, and maybe you feel this struggle on the writing side? I'm like, you know, we're we're however deep into civilization at this point. Like music's been around for a minute. It's like. Do you ever think at some point we're going to run out of combinations of notes and words? Like how much original music <laughs> is left to be written out there? <clears throat> and then I see this guy. I should I should know his name. I should look it up and give him credit. I'm not going to. But uh, you guys see this? I don't know if he posts on TikTok and then it ends up on Reels or if he's a Reels person. I feel like it's all the same. But it's this dude who I think he's a DJ and he just constantly like cuts these little little Reels of like, you know, here's this song sampling this song. 
And yes. like, who did it better? Have you seen that dude? And he's always sitting right. there bobbing along and he just looks, there's people that just look cool. I'm like, well, clearly yeah. you're, you're a cool person and I yeah. would like to be your friend. I'm like, oh, there, nobody's writing original music. That's exactly. All, all the so, original music has been written and we've just so, been sampling since like 1975. <laughs> so that's what I was going to tell you. I was going to say that I think there is enough rhymes and words and notes or whatever out there to be used. But the issue is that nobody's, nobody's really doing that. Like. I feel like music uh, is, I don't think it's gotten there yet, but I think at some point we're going to start coming back around to where people are starting to do older style types of music and keep sampling things off everybody's music and all this other stuff. And so I, I don't know if we'll ever get to those new, those new melodies or those new well, <laughs> words it's or like, whatever. It's like, but. it's like fashion stuff, you know, like oh, it yeah, does cycle exactly. around, like everything yeah. old is new, like, yeah. you know, so many, like you look at Bruno, so many of, I say so many, a oh, significant man. number of his, his hits have been <sighs> that like throwback yep, throw funk back, yep. sound and like the whole synth sound is definitely back in, yeah. um, you know, but I, what really, like when music really surprises me now, like it's, it really is formulaic. Like they can, with computer programming and AI, like they can write music. They can give you a hook. Like they know what's going to be catchy. They know it's going to make you tap your toe and bob yeah. your head. Yeah. Right. Like it really is just a scientific formula at this point, but it's, it's lyrically. It's like that every once in a while you hear these lyrics, you hear this turn of phrase. And even if it's not a fresh idea, the way it's being said mm-hmm. is so, so clever. Right. Yeah. So, so cool. So interesting. You know, I'm saying all that and you would think I would have, you know, several examples <laughs> off the top of my head and yeah. I should and nothing's really coming to me except for there is a little bit like um you know the one mayor song race the, the line is the 10 and the two is the loneliest time right and he's talking about the the hands on the clock actually right the, the 10 and the two is the loneliest time so mm-hmm. it's just stuff like that where it's like it's not the most original idea but the the phrasing the delivery oh yeah it's really you're like okay you're a clever you're yeah. a clever yeah. person no you? like even Grayson's song is like that the song's called 2 a.m. And one of the one of the, what does he say in it? Um, early morning, but it's late at night. Two a.m. is just a different vibe. And I'm like, yo, <laughs> I can get, but I get behind the thought of it. So it's just talking about the idea of when it's late at night. You know, it's I don't know if that's what the song actually is talking about, but that's the line. And so it's yeah. like there's a lot of good stuff in there like that where you're like, yeah, that was a really good line. Like I wanna, I'm waiting for him to make a remix so I can be on it. I'm trying to force him to just get make it happen <laughs> so he can throw me on there. <laughs> Did you play yeah, him a song. sample of this real quick for everyone just to know your caliper of? Greatness. <laughs> Unless you came last year. <laughs> Why are we playing this? <laughs> you you guys have been uh, you guys have been canceled though. What do you yeah, mean? We, it's, uh, it's no more, right? It's, oh, I don't yeah, know. Camp Camp Yoko's gone. It's probably dead. I don't know. They didn't so, call yeah, it Yoko I'm, this year. I don't know what they called it. I forget. <laughs> One, once upon a time, uh, Josh and Mike cut uh, cut a track together with a with a decent video uh, to promote uh, the our youth camp that we were running. That was uh, uh, 2013, I think. Yeah, 2013. It was back when when YOLO was a thing that you didn't say. Ironically, uh, we were promoting <laughs> Camp Yoko. You only camp, camp once, unless you came Yo. last year. And they they dropped Fun the hottest times. track. Dropped the hottest track of the year. Oh yeah. Yeah. Is so, it still on Spotify, Josh? Is it still on Spotify? I looked. I was looking on Apple Music first. And I did not see it on Apple Music. I think, I think uh, the guy who even put it up, I think he took it down because I think we were probably paying. 
to have it up somewhere. And obviously, nah, bro, it's, it's here. getting zero. It's on Spotify. It's on Spotify, bro. It's here. That's hilarious. <laughs> Who's the so, artist? Huh? Who's the artist? The artist, the Camp Life. <laughs> so dumb. <laughs> so what? What? What's really funny about this? Hey, actually, you know, it kind of goes back to you, there's kind of a little bit of science to what is what is catchy and hooky. So it is a catchy tune. Like that's undeniable. Mm-hmm. Um, even though you know it's performed tongue in cheek, um, but. Uh, you know, what was funny is, uh, you know, I, I, listeners know at this point, if you're a regular listener, the, the three of us, we all used to work in, in youth ministry at a, at a church together and for, for a long time. And, and the guys still still work at churches and, and are doing that. And I'm, you know, I'm off doing working at a different nonprofit now. But, um, you know, like we did youth events, youth things all the time. And so you're awesome. constantly like you you basically have to minor if not major in marketing right like you're what's going to it's so hard to hold a, a teenager's attention to get mm-hmm. it you know let alone hold it um you know so we're constantly like what will make this thing catch on what will give it buzz what what will whatever and for all the things that we tried to do intentional like yoko was not the theme of camp it wasn't the name of camp the camp life. The, th- the theme of that year's camp was the camp life. The camp but life absolutely, life. no one said that. Zero percent. No, ev- no one knew that. Everybody called it Camp Yoko. Camp mm-hmm. Yoko. <laughs> and then for years, up until I think last year, every no, it Still was no longer it. referred to as camp. It was, it was group, called yep, Camp Yoko. Yoko. Yoko, and it's always funny because the 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 older crowd, like the the parents, the adults at the church. I mean, we were adults working in the office, but especially when you're working in in with youth, you really don't feel it. Um, it starts to catch up to you eventually, but you know, uh, <laughs> it's uh, like they would just refer to it, but in the wrong way, right? Like they would ask <laughs> their kid. My son wants to go to the Camp Yoko? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was totally wrong. But it was literally the best branding. It, like it was the, it got the most traction of anything we ever did in my tenure there and we stumbled into it. It was totally unintentional. Yep. Totally. Yeah. It's the things you try the hardest on. No one cares about the, th- but the thing you're just like, yeah, let's just call Yoko. And then, and then it's like, that is the greatest thing to have ever happened. Well, it's Yo. like part of, part of Josh's gig at the church for the longest time is he was responsible for the youth ministry's website and app, mm-hmm. yeah. and they and they looked great. They looked professional, oh, and thanks, Josh man. put a lot of time and effort into it. And he's the only person that ever saw either one of them yep. when he was working on them. Nobody clicked on them. Nope. Nobody went to them. I, I would like to. I would love to see like the actual like web traffic stats. Mm. The right. app, like the I'm, app definitely does get way more traction than the site, and I, I think oh, yeah. it's been a minute since I've, I've, I've even really touched the website. Yeah. I, the, everyone goes to but the app. I still live that life now. Like a lot of my role there was, I was writing a lot of copy. I was doing a lot of correspondence. So if we were putting text on something, in something, sending it out, I wrote a lot of that. Yeah. Um, and that's still kind of part part of the role I play now. But it's just when you get follow up questions about a thing, it becomes evident really quickly that you did not read the, the thing. people you're talking to didn't read that didn't thing read it, yeah. that you labored to words so intentionally to be uh, informative and clear and entertaining and simple to understand uh, a lot of times, a lot of times situation dependent. But if I'm even in like an email to coworkers, I try and have a chuckle somewhere in there and it's not because I'm the class clowner that I need to laugh. 
I, I know, I know for a fact because people will respond about the funny thing I include. My emails have a higher click through and read through rate just because people want to see the laugh. But then even the people that don't know me, that that'll stand out, right? right. Um, and so maybe that maybe they'll keep reading past the little the little joke point. Um, and so like all the time though, I'm like, I'll be laboring on, you know, some ad copy I've got to write, uh, you know, uh, sometimes it's been a script for a video. A lot of times it's emails and I'm just sitting there working on it, working to make it right. Going, no, nobody's going to read this. This doesn't matter. <laughs> nope. This is not a, this is not effective use of my time. Gotta be done. It's got, it's gotta be done evidently, but nobody's going to read it. <laughs> So, moral of the story, everyone, don't try. <laughs> yeah, just because it won't matter. In spite, yeah. and Jason, uh, uh, what what do we call him? Illusionist Alvarado. Illusionist. Him and I, him and I joke all the time that we say to each other the quote from Spider Man One: "In spite of everything you've done for them, eventually they will hate you. They will fall. <laughs> they will hate you. They will hate you. In spite oh, of everything you've done for them, gosh. eventually." They were. So, <laughs> well, was it uh, that the sign? Green Goblin that said that? the Green Goblin. Yes. Think about it, hero. <laughs> Mike, did you buy your Far From Home tickets for $25,000? Oh, no, stop. We ain't even talking about that. We're leaving it alone because it's wait, absolutely ridiculous. Wait, are you mad that you didn't get tickets? No, no, no. I'm getting a ticket, but I can't believe that they actually sold those tickets for that much money. Because here's well, the thing. I don't thing. know if it was $25,000, but it's it was like a lot a one, It's not a one-time event. I'm no. just going to wait. I'll it's wait not, a week. It's, I'll get off the internet, nuts, worst case, man. for a it's week. It's not live. It's not. Yeah, that's, I mean, this goes back a little bit to our, our conversation with Adam back in uh, episode 35 about spoilers, but I'm just like, the, the, there are people that f- that feel, that have such a strong desire, such a strong need to see this thing on opening day, that there is oh, yeah. this massive secondhand market mm. for these tickets. Yeah. Just, just, I mean, the capitalist in me says, "Amen." Get yours. So yeah. give you twenty five grand for those tickets. For, God for those tickets, bless please. you. Yeah. Absolutely. That's, 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 a, that's a. I just want to know how he house. landed at that number. <laughs> how did he get there? What oh you talking about, Willis? God. Like, how did he? How, what made him go twenty five thousand? So, because like a movie ticket's like, say he got an IMAX. He's he's maybe <laughs> spending seventeen, eighteen dollars. How did he uh, reach twenty five thousand? Why not like a hundred? Why not five hundred? More to this. Maybe he it's got the to twenty five thousand dollars, <laughs> dude. It uh, it it boggles the mind. I, FOMO is is real, I guess. I it don't is know. So real. I mean, I went. I knew the tickets were going on sale, whatever day it was. But I think they dropped at midnight or earlier the night before, and I didn't know it. So when in the morning. I think I just saw on Reddit people were talking about, oh, yeah, don't forget to get your tickets or something. So I just hopped on uh, Epic Theater's site just to get, because I've always done that, just hop on the site, get two tickets on a Thursday night showing, no problem. It's usually pretty simple, never full. Every single showing at the theater right by me packed out. There was the front couple rows were open, but I'm like, I'm not going to do that. I did that for Infinity War, and it was terrible, like sitting right up at the front with your neck breaking. Mm -mm. So I was like, I want a decent seat. Um, yeah. So then I was like, "That's weird." Let me check a couple other theaters. Almost every theater on the Thursday night of opening week, like basically full. The whole theater, even outside of IMAX, outside of whatever the standard showings, everything was full. I'm like, "Well, this is interesting." Um, and it almost started to feel fake. I'm like, "How do this many people go to movies on Thursday nights?" Like, 
I've never seen this because I, I, people don't, I feel like most people still don't know that movies come out technically on Thursday night instead of the Friday night where most people go. And so I'm like, this is interesting. So then I didn't even bother looking at the Friday night showings because that's just hands down going to be insane. So then oh, yeah. I ended up copping two tickets for Saturday afternoon. Hey, that works. And they got it in XL, which is Epic Theater's version of IMAX yeah. for a little bit cheaper because it's at 1230. So yeah. I'll just not get on Reddit or Instagram uh, Friday, and it'll be fine. Yeah, uh, <laughs> we were looking for. I think we're looking for. I don't know what they were looking for, but we found some openings at one of the movie theaters around here. So it wasn't too hard. wasn't too bad. I just feel like this is the movie people will definitely be annoying about with like pur- purposely posting spoilers, like. Look, Toby, oh, yeah. Toby dies in it. Like, see, I'm I'm counting on the spoilers. Now, I'm not like children and cost of babysitting or hassle of babysitting stuff aside. I'm just not prone to go to a theater for a movie these days because of people. But um, <laughs> that, that like, is the annoying part. I'm counting yeah. on the spoilers this time because if and it's a big if if I'm going to go to the theater to see this thing. It's only going to be because someone has leaked to me that Spider Pig makes an appearance. If there is not a Spider Pig crossover, Spider Ham. Oh, I don't know, but either way, I'll wait for the streaming service. Um, I think you. I don't think this would be on a streaming service. I think you'd have to probably pay in some capacity to rent it. I mean, because eh, I think it'll be the first be two aren't streamable. You'd have to pay to rent them. They're not. Yeah, on. that's what's annoying. Sony, cut it out for yeah. the yeah. love. Like, just yeah, let just Disney stop. put it on Disney Plus. You idiots. Man. Goodness, it'll. Ugh. I think it'll be on there. I mean, it, you probably will have to pay for it, but it'll be on there. Did you probably see that six months, Mike? Did you see that Tom Holland signed on for, th- or in general, Spider-Man has three more movies coming out after this. Oh yeah, yep, yep. Saw that. So that's gonna be cool. awesome. This crossover should be happening soon between him, Venom, Morbius. I mean, everybody's got to start getting in here somehow. Well, some, it's, at some point. Uh, it's surprising that they like the three is a done deal based on like Tom having to make his like crying phone calls yeah. to even yeah. keep the little Sony Marvel Disney yeah. marriage together to get these done. I'm yeah, like, do you guys just, not like money? Is that, is that oh, the issue? Man. Cause I, I know that's not true, but they're just, now, I mean, I get that they're not, man. they're not the MCU like talking in terms of success. But it's not like Sony's standalone Spider-Man movies weren't doing well. Exactly, they were doing. I thought Venom like, One was kind of boring. I didn't well, bother I mean, to see Venom Two, but I did uh, read all the like the point. I I don't feel like I need to care about the whole movie as a whole. Um, I just I read that what happens at the very end, the spoiler, the big spoiler. Well, I'm which you already well, said, Mike. So I don't know. I guess that we can say it now. But what was the big spoiler? You already said it. Venom's in the MCU now. Oh, I mean, well, I mean, yeah. I mean, I don't, I haven't watched the second one, but I was just saying. Yeah, and the se- at the end point, of the second one, they, uh, it, Venom they ends up, Tom Hardy, Venom ends up in the MCU. Gotcha. About and time. We're assume- so. And I think it's just like a quick cliffhanger. Spoiler alert, if you haven't seen Venom 2, it's been out for a minute. What are you doing? You know, yeah, I mean, at that point, yeah. Uh, that but point. I, that, haven't, I haven't even seen it, but I knew it was pretty crazy at the end. I but didn't I was see the that- scene, but like Tom Har- Hardy, I think as Venom, or I don't know what is like sitting on the bed during the day or something or during yeah. at night. And then he like 
falls asleep and then a, like a flash or I think or something happens and he wakes up and then he's it's nighttime and he's in a different hotel room and then on the TV is J. Jonah Jameson going Spider-Man's a menace from the end of Far oh, From Home look at that. Yeah, look when from he home. was like uh, Peter Parker is Spider-Man that whole yeah, scene that's so him. that's how he's in it so I'm assuming it's Doctor Strange from whenever he did his thing and that we yeah. see in the trailer how he's like bringing the Green Goblin and Doc Ock Somehow he brings Venom as well. Uh, exactly. The multiverses into this, and I'm sure oh, yeah. it'll be crazy in this movie and then even crazier in Doctor Strange's movie. Oh, Doctor Strange's movie is going to be crazy. Yeah. Apparently, it's but, what's crazy is Sam Raimi, the guy who made the first three Spider-Man movies, is directing uh-huh. the, multiverse, yeah. multiverse of Madness. Yeah, he is. And it's horror movie-esque, this movie, because he's a horror movie director, Sam Raimi. So Doctor Strange, Multiverse of Madness is going to be kind of horror movie vibe. Here's my thing, too, though. Like, now that you've mentioned Sam, uh, did you say Sam Raimi? Is that his name? Yeah. Um, I'm going kind of back to what Kale said uh, about, you know, the, their Spider-Man movies haven't been doing, haven't done bad. Kale, were you referring to, like, even back Tobey Maguire time? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's those what I'm saying. Great. Like, all those Spider-verse. movies, like, <laughs> like the, the, all those movies, even the worst one, which was... I think when I looked at it, the worst one was I think Andrew Garfield's. Did the he second do two? one, yeah, the second he one did two, right? The bad. second one was the worst one. I didn't like I the thought, first one. I thought personally, but. I didn't like the first one either. But but still, those movies all still, for what for what it's worth, they all still make great money and did yeah. really well. Yeah. You know, I liked his, but have I liked him it, and I liked his Spider Man, yeah. but I didn't. Yeah, but Lizard just, yeah. was stupid. Electro was stupid. Yeah, their Green Goblin was stupid. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I, I did. I'm, he, he was of the three, like him, not the movies, but he right. was my favorite Spider-Man thus, mm. thus far. Andrew Garfield. With, with, yes, with the exception of, which Josh and I were just having this conversation a little bit today, but I think if you're going to have a discussion about what the best Spider-Man movie is, uh-huh. then uh-huh. Enter the Spider-Verse has to be in the conversation. I mean, they yeah. killed yeah. it. It's fantastic. Yeah, and, definitely. And if there's I going agree. to be multiple Spider-Man in this movie, like has we leaked widely, what would be yes. cool is if what they've kept under their hat is that there is like a Miles Morales appearance in this, or there is a Yo. ghost spider. Well, they reference in Miles Morales in Homecoming because yeah. Danny pl- not, is it Danny Glover? That's that's not Danny Glover. Danny, what's his no, name? It, no, no, wait. That's the that's Danny the older guy. Well, who's uh? Who am oh, I talking Donald, about? Donald Glover. Donald, Donald Glover. Glover. Donald We're Glover. close. I thought yeah. he's close. not Miles Morales, right? Isn't no, he the he's, uncle of Miles he's going to be the Prowler probably. Because it was gotcha. remember, in, I only know that because of Spider Verse. I haven't read a yeah. comic, but yeah. in the Spider Verse, the uncle was the prowler and he says my exactly yeah, we help exactly. basically clean these streets because my nephew yeah. miles is a kid blah 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 exactly like um it would all, be all that to say if, like as much as i joke about like spider ham i'd love to see if there's if they're gonna do all this crossover fun i'd like to see some love for enter the spider verse in this movie that's all yeah. yo if a if a miles morales popped up that would be that would be enough for me to not be mad at how much they did release in the trailer <laughs> Because in the trailer right now, I mean, there's so much. Hopefully, you know, Marvel pulls their Marvel thing and they show you all these things in the trailer that don't really add up or match up. Like, there's a whole speculation about how when uh, Doc Ock says, hello, Peter, mm-hmm. and then it shows him on top of the car. Yeah. There's a whole speculation that that's not even the same scene. Yeah. That when he says, hello, Peter, he's actually talking to Toby. But then they switch the scene and put something else but there. But they, so like, okay, they did that in the initial that, trailer. But then the second trailer, they elaborated that scene. And it is Tom Holland, and, he, and Doc Ock goes, "You're not Peter," but we yeah. don't see exactly. I mean, you're right; exactly. they could have changed it yeah, up. Yeah, they could have changed it up. Yeah, but um, 
did you see the brazil version of the trailer that they put out and there's like this one big action shot where all the sandman and lizard and all the spider-man are jumping just spider-man is jumping towards each other but then if you look down the bottom lizard lizard gets his head getting like punched. slammed and yeah. punched but there's no one yeah. there so they're there's assuming no they edited out like toby or andrew garfield and forgot yeah. to change it okay yo if you look at these interviews that andrew garfield is in mm-hmm. he is like he is like i mean swearing up and down that he's not in these movies <laughs> he's not in this movie i at think all. he has to though uh, of course he I mean, is because he's, he's an actual though, man pr- because he's an actual prof- professional actor. Yeah. It's not he's like a, Tom Holland, who is the man, worst like, about... Yeah. Dude, yes. all, no, those cl- all those clips of everybody else from the MCU, <laughs> like, shushing, you almost have to wonder shushing if it's him. a... You almost have to wonder if it's a bit, right? You, a bit, you almost yeah. have to wonder it if they all do that so, for fun I mean, with him. Give them all awards, because that is top-notch, uncomfortable <laughs> Yo, face acting. It, if If... He's Andrew's convincing me. I'm right now convinced he's not in the movie. I'm like, why is I'm no not, one, I'm not expecting to see him. But why are we berating Andrew? Are people berating Toby? Like, is he just too old and too much of an adult I mean, to be bothered? I think Toby is the black one. Because there's a black Spider-Man in the preview. Dude, it's always black with you. <laughs> <laughs> and canceled. Well, I am, I am black, so... But seriously though, he did, that's not that's not Tom Holland. So it's got to be somebody. It Maybe looks it's like Mom his Morales. build though. Like his, it kind of does look like his build. It does look like his build, but we'll see. I mean, maybe they'll maybe they'll somebody. troll everybody and uh, include bad boy Toby. I was telling, I was telling, oh, yeah, right, and do the finger guns. I was telling Kale earlier that. today, Mike. Do you agree that? Well, Kale was saying it would be amazing if Toby and Andrew legit just aren't in the movie. Like we're all creating the speculation, and they're they're zero percent in the movie. Not even in the post trailer. I wouldn't even be mad. I wouldn't be but mad. Like, It'd be awesome. But then I said. But people would downvote and give this movie bad oh, reviews yeah. into oblivion oh, just yeah. because of that. And they're like, 100%. you guys decided that. We we didn't decide that. 100%. Yeah, I don't yeah, know. Like, it that- just depends. I'm just sick of the, like, it's funny because on one hand, like, I don't mind spoilers. And I don't mind, like, I don't, like, I'd like to go into things fresh. But if it doesn't happen because I've waited forever, that's my point. Like, I'm the one that waits, you know, for it to stream or whatever. So it's on me. That was that point. But I am annoyed by leaks. Not trailers, actual sure. leaks. Yeah, like, actual leaks. Leaking is its whole industry now, right? Rather, it's yeah. tech or entertainment or whatever. And like, I missed the days of a Steve Jobs one more thing, right? So yeah. I yeah. would just love if a studio good, was man. finally like, misdirection, here you go. I think I think yeah, that's like, Sony's fault right now, though, because Marvel has said they're not the ones making... Th- this is more of a Sony movie in the MCU world, and I think it's more on Sony sucking yeah. at containing the leaks versus the MCU and Marvel. That's the vibe I've gotten and what I've read yeah. from the things on the internet, so it's when, true. When I was when I was into the I when I was seriously into The Walking Dead, like I mean like into it. Um it was a leak that ruined one of the characters' deaths for um, in it for me. Mm-hmm. And I can remember like almost punching my computer screen. I was so angry. <laughs> so angry because I don't even know where the leak came from. I was looking up something else about The Walking Dead. Maybe it was like a Renewer or something. And mm-hmm. it was like, check out these leaks from the set. And me being my crazy self, I clicked it thinking, ah, this can't be real. What? That's, there's no way. And sure enough, like it was pictures of the character like being carried off of the show like in the episode. And literally as I watched the episode, 
I'm like, I literally ruined this for myself. Like, yeah. and, then, and I didn't think it was real until I saw the pictures. I'm like, no, these are real pictures. And it's people who literally would show up to the site where they filmed The Walking Dead and they would just take pictures. Yeah, I hate that. Leave. I'm like, yo. Like, are they making like people? Is like TMZ or something paying these people for like leaked know, photos man. of stuff? Is that money <laughs> in that? I, I'm assuming. I mean, to the right, to the right seller, yeah. But then, like, sure. like Adam talked about a couple episodes ago, he saw the major spoiler for Red Dead Redemption Two, and he right. wasn't even lo- he was just on YouTube, and it was like one of the recommended videos on the side. Yeah, and the, it was yeah. just the thumbnail was just, "Hey, here's how the main character dies," and it right. was just like. I wasn't even trying to look. I, even trying, I was just watching a completely yeah. unrelated video, and I saw the spoiler. Which, if you played the game, and once you find out the thing, like he gets tuberculosis, it's an old game. You should have played it. I don't care. Um, he gets right. tuberculosis, but the way it. they reveal it in the game, like it was such a great story, and I'm like, oh no, that's sad. What's tuberculosis? And then when that <laughs> game came out, <laughs> it, tuberculosis <laughs> was the number one Googled. Uh, question like that month man like what is tuberculosis yo and it sucked <laughs> back then <laughs> yeah let me tell you something do you still get I, tuberculosis so, today or is it treatable uh, shots for it they give shots for it don't they yeah it's not really a thing now yeah oh. they give shots for it thanks but Fauci. um uh i was listening to that to that episode and i was crying because I w- it brought me back to a moment where one of the biggest reveals happened with two guys in sitting in front of me and I laughed so hard and I felt so bad for the person that that the spoiler was that whatever the movie was was ruined for because he was ready to punch the other guy. So uh, long story short, we were about to play basketball on like a Friday night. It was two students who were in my human video and one of them mentioned the huge spoiler at the end of Star Wars. Which one? And I'm talking about Star Wars, the one. Uh, oh, gosh, I don't even know what number it is, but it's the one newer, of newer prequel ones, or the uh, sorry, Han sequel? Solo. Yeah, when Han Solo. You know. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just in case there's somebody out there. I don't know. This has been down, out that long, right? The this first is Force Awakens. When, yes, but yeah. when... when you, well, no, wait. Is it Force Awakens? No. Yeah. It's when Han Solo's killed. Yeah, Force Awakens. Yeah. That's Force Awakens? Okay, I'm tripping. Yeah. So, uh, I can't get the names together. But but then, like, you know how you'll say something to be funny, and it's usually a lie, mm-hmm. and people can laugh at it, but this person said that. And when he said it, you could see every person's face who had seen the movie that he's telling the truth. Like, that actually happened. Right. So then the other student's face just turns red. And he's <laughs> just enraged with anger. I'm watching him ball his fist like he's about to punch this dude square in the face. Okay, so I've I'm never like, been that mad at a spoiler, but... But that, but think about it, Josh. Think about it, Kale. Like, if it was that spoiler, you hadn't seen the movie. It I would have been, I been annoyed. Ago. It would have maybe not go see the movie then, probably. You, I'd be like, oh, okay, well, I know. I know. And Solo dies. Yeah. Then I'd wait like, for it to stream and I wouldn't yeah. pay for it. <laughs> Yeah. But, but bro, there is something I, about going into a I, movie completely blind, completely not knowing blind, what's yeah. coming, and mm. going on a cinematic adventure. That's my favorite. So, like, I wish I was more blind to this movie right now. Yeah, it's going to have a lot. And if, if Toby and, and, and Andrew are in it, then that's fine. Yeah, I, love, I, I won't, I love I won't Tom Holland. grab a pitchfork. Yeah, he, I'm, I'm sold on him. I love Doctor Strange. Um, we already know that uh, whatever his name, something Defoe, whatever his name is, William, William Defoe. Defoe. William Defoe. He's he's Green Goblin. We know that. I always call like, him William, uh, and it's Willem. I really do. I yeah. do believe that. Well, I'm uh, something James of Franco, a scientist myself. I think James Franco will be in there as the other Goblin. I forgot what that Goblin. Well, name it was. looks people are people it, are on the internet are saying it's Ned. <laughs> he's no, he's canceled. Like Franco's canceled though, isn't he? Oh, I don't know. I, don't I would know. assume I it's... I don't think it's Franco. I think it's the other goblin, the crappy yeah. goblin from Garfield. Which one? 
Garfield's movie Goblin. His Harry, that Harry, not Franco Harry. The other Harry. Oh, the other. I want the Franco Harry. But it looked like. But then there was another like cleared up video image of it, and it was uh, Willem Dafoe's Goblin. He was just wearing a different outfit. Yeah. Now yeah. I haven't. Um, I haven't Willem seen Dafoe, what, what what was the the newest one? Was that long? Far long from way? home. Far from home. So I haven't I haven't seen that one yet. Dude, so I that can't... one is so good. You should watch it. So good. Uh, it's not streaming it. anywhere, so they can Great bite movie. me. I have it on um, iTunes. <laughs> but <bite> um, <laughs> I I still think like I'm happy to see Alfred Molina back because I still think across all the movies I think Doc oh, yeah. was the best villain in any of the oh, movies. He's fired. Tom Holland and on his Instagram the other day or something was like that's his favorite Spider-Man movie and he was so excited to work with Alfred Molina. Hold on, hold movie. on, let me. I'm trying to think of all the villains. I think he's my favorite too. Doc Ock. Besides, go- yeah. Besides Goblin, Green Goblin, Wim Dafoe, he did great too. Yeah, yeah. But, but nah, I watched Spider Man yeah. One the other day, dude, and there was some editing choices in that movie where I'm like, oh okay, yeah, come this, on, yeah. Because yeah, like definitely. when when he turned into Green Goblin, and then he at one point randomly in the movie you see Green Goblin, and it's like kind of like shuddered, and it's like there's multiple of him because like double visioned, and he just goes. Uh-huh. Right into the camera, and then it just cuts. Bro. And that was just a little transition. I, I know this this is <laughs> random, but I can't ever hear Macy Gray and not think of that movie. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I didn't even uh, think about that. Yeah. I Out am I? By and I choke. Mike, what was <laughs> hey, the one quote? Hey, that, hey, that, song's, that song's a bop. Stumble. I don't care what he says. Like Mike, it. what was the one quote you and I quote it's from that free. movie? Whenever we had to do like some type of game time, and if there was a three minute clock, what would be the one I thing we would three say? Minutes. <laughs> three minutes. Three minutes. Three minutes. time. <laughs> no, now like oh, there's. Oh, man, the, he's dead. He's passed away. Mike, he's gone. Mike's got some go tos, right? <laughs> like if you've been around Mike for any amount of time, you, uh. you you pick up some of his sayings, some of his idiosyncrasies. It's hard. <laughs> it's hard to avoid saying them yourself. Like to this day, now I haven't worked with Mike for a long time now. Um, and at this point, I don't work with anyone who knows Mike. I'm not around people like on a daily basis, but I still, so now where I work, where people haven't had this experience of Michael Williams, like they'll walk into where I'm at or we'll pass each other in the hallway or whatever. Uh, and um, I will just as a, a reflex reaction, like a doctor hitting your knee with their little hammer, I will ask them what it do. <laughs> And they always look at me like I'm a complete moron. What it do? Because they don't have the context of <laughs> I like, say what? this because I worked with Mike for like a decade. <laughs> what, what, and how do I you, you just pick to it this? up. No. So I say all that to say this is Mike is well known uh, in the circles of those of us who are close with him for uh, quoting the line, if I had a rock. <laughs> I had a rock. Hey, Mary. <laughs> <laughs> oh man and Bernie clearly Mac. it makes us laugh every time now if you're not familiar <sighs> with this quote um the first transformers movie the new yes. one not the old school animated one the first transformer movie uh, before uh, you know the whole series just became uh, a, a farce a mess in its own joke the late great j- truly late great yes. bernie mac had a bit part as a used car salesman <laughs> 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 And it Hold is on. just. Oh, let me just play. Like it's one minute long on YouTube. Oh my gosh! Here now there's is. some there's some language oh, we'll minute? have to be, we'll, we'll have we'll to bleep, bleep out we'll the bleep. language. Yeah, but yeah, listen to this. <laughs> <laughs> what? It's your cousin of that clown suit. Never mind. He stroke again. 
skin white folk. I'm hot makeup smelting hurts my eyes. <laughs> Bobby Bolivia, like the country, except without the runs. <laughs> How can I help you? Well, my son here, looking to buy his first car. You come to see me? I had to. That probably make us family. <laughs> Uncle Bobby B, baby. Uncle Bobby Uncle B. Bobby Sam. B. Sam, let me talk to you. <laughs> Sam, your first enchilada of freedom awaits underneath one of those hoods. One of the cars. Let me tell you something, son. A driver don't pick the car. The car pick the driver. Mystical. The mystical bond between man and machine. Son, I'm a lot of things. A lot's not one of them. Especially not in front of my mammy. That's my mammy. Hey, mammy! Oh, don't be like that. If I had a rock, I'd bust your head. Damn it, she's deaf, you know? <laughs> Dude, just that oh, laugh right breathe. there at the end. Oh, don't be like that. If I had a rock, I'd bust your head. Damn it, she's deaf, you know? <laughs> God rest, Dude, rest oh his soul. God. I'm <laughs> crying. Just, I'm crying. It's, it's just Bobby this, B, baby, Bobby B. It's this little window. It's <sighs> this little moment of in this movie of just pure comedic genius. I don't know how much of that was him. I don't know how much of that was script. How much of that was ad lib? Uh, it's in my head oh. canon that he impro improvised most of that. Oh my Yo, god! It's just I'm a lot of things. So lies not funny. <laughs> Soon he and, says, uh, I'm a lot of things, but a lot is not one of them. Especially in front of my mammy. Hey, hey mammy. mammy! Hey, mammy! She flicks him off. Ah, oh, mammy, don't be that way. I don't rock out. Bust right. your head. Uh, so, Mike, for as long as I've known uh, him, it's just it's, it's been a go-to when something's frustrating. If I had a, if I had a rock, still my response. These kids up here don't even know what to do with it. Pass my God, if I had a rock, what you say? Nothing. Just don't worry about it. Keep moving. Keep moving. Keep moving. Your your other one is uh, oh jump off a cliff. God. If, if I jump off a cliff, I had a rock. Um, what, who, what did you just come up with that, or is that from a movie? Jump off a cliff. Which one? Jump off a cliff. Off I, cliff. I, I just came up with that one. Man, you jump off a cliff. Um, what was the other one I had? I now had there is. It's funny, Mike. Um, it we've talked about Mike's uh, musical career, but it, it didn't start with Horror Story. It didn't start uh -uh. with Camp Yoko. No. <laughs> it started with a tune that's near and dear to my heart, which is. <laughs> Get a job, ho. <laughs> Can you sing it real quick for us, Mike? Do you have a guitar? Oh do you have an acoustic gosh. guitar over there? No, I do not have an acoustic guitar. Uh. <laughs> I don't even remember. It was. Can you just sing it? Can you just Yo. sing it for us real so quick? I say this like all this stuff just comes up. Like this whole line, this whole segment here is just based on like Mike's just one of the most entertaining, quotable people. Like to be friends with with like if you're around Mike, you're gonna laugh and you're gonna smile. You just are. Right and with him, not not at him, and like so. I just to this day in my head now, Mike cut this. You know, it's a it's not unlike a Weird Al Yankovic. Like Mike has yeah. a whole track for this song, uh, "Get a Job Ho." But at one point, I think you were jokingly doing the acoustic cover, and oh, yeah. that that will regularly <laughs> pop into my head when there's nothing going on that's associated with it. Right, uh, all the time. Get a job, ho. Job, ho. Yep, you got it. Get a Get job, a job ho. ho. Uh, but the uh, the original is, of Yo. course, a, a hip hop track. But I, I didn't. I I don't know if I even realized before this conversation how many of the things I say and think and quote are just uh, Mike Williams associated. Uh, no, the uh, Nick helped me write the song. Nick helped me write the song, and Nick, um, who was Evie, featured in Camp Yoko. 
Yes, Nick, who's featuring Cam Yoko, and then Evie, uh, Evie Ramirez's husband Kenny helped mm-hmm. me write some of the verses, and we did it all at the Goldenrod Campus. All right, in the old worship ministry's house, that little house is where we did that. <laughs> we recorded it in there, and I mean, like we, the song is just so great. Like the song is, I wish I had it, and I could play it, but I don't. Nick is the only one that has this divert, like the actual recorded version of that song. He only has it, and we didn't release it because. Of the word hoe. <laughs> well, I thought you, uh, not Wait. unlike uh, Black Eyed Peas with Get It Started, which is not <laughs> what that track used to be named. That wasn't what the line was. But I thought you recut it with Get a Job, Yo, which is not as I'm catchy. Trying to, I'm trying to remember if we, did we? I think we, maybe we did. I thought maybe you we did. We actually did put Yo in there. Yeah, but you know the, what we might have. That sounds familiar I, I, to me. I don't remember all of the lyrics, but this is a tongue and intrigue <laughs> song. You're you're not slut shaming. Um, you're 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 not. Uh, it, it it was about like don't don't be a mooch. Yeah, don't be a mooch. It was a uh, quit. Don't freeload. You look you're looking at me crazy because you think I'm playing games, ho. <laughs> <laughs> you best to get a job or it's on that curb. You bouts to go. <laughs> I bring the pain. Because I don't want no stress. You better get a job or you're going to be homeless. <laughs> I don't know how I remember this. An but, instant classic. Yes, instant. Yes. The best part of it was actually the ending. When I said, uh, you'll need welfare and food stamps like an appendage. And then at the time, Barack was like at the height of his game. And so his voice came on and it said, I'm Barack Obama and I approve this message. <laughs> <laughs> Best oh, part of the whole song. Yes. Best part of the whole song. So that was that was so much fun to record, man. I gotta get I gotta get that. I gotta get that song. Maybe I should just re-release it. Just redo it and re-release it. I still the whole song. here here's what I want to happen. Once you re-release it, then I want uh have you guys ever heard um the Hey Ya, the acoustic cover of Hey oh, Ya? Yeah, yeah, yeah by, by Obadiah a guy named Parker. Obadiah Parker, yeah. right? Really good. Uh, arguably better than the original. Every once in right. a while yeah. something like that happens, right? And mm-hmm. I it's it's better than the original. Um, but Obadiah Parker's this like, you know, pudgy bearded white dude. Yeah. We happen to have a very, very talent, musically talented, pudgy bearded white dude white in dude. our lives that we're all close with, <laughs> yes. um, who I won't name, but we're all thinking of the same person right now. <laughs> and so what weight. I want, what I, he has lost, he has lost weight. Yeah. Um, he was uh, Mike to, and I's roommate. Yeah. all three of but us so, together. So that's what happens you you release a, not unlike taylor swift you release a a new updated re-recorded version of get a job ho then acoustic. he releases the acoustic cover acoustic, yeah it's a win 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 i don't see how I we can it. lose here yeah we can't we can't lose here. <laughs> Which are, so i gotta do a, a, a um a clean version and a and a you know explicit version is is ho considered explicit <laughs> No, I mean, but when you're, of, but when you're a youth pastor, <laughs> yeah, when you're in Mike's line of work, some and let me tell you something. Hold on, your youth like, pastor released a song called "Get a Job." Hey, oh. hey, it's yes. good advice. It's good advice. Yo, and yo, then you just look at them and go, great advice. I just, I'm just trying to encourage your daughters <laughs> to get a job and not be lazy <laughs> and not be a hoe. Yo, don't be a hoe. No mo. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it was it was so much fun recording that song, man. I'm ready. I'm ready to release it. We can make it happen. I'll talk to I'll talk to Nick. We'll make it happen. We'll get it out there. Oh my god. One with Ho and one with Yo. What if that's forget forget everything else you're working on. What if that's your breakout track? What if oh. that's what puts you on Weird on Owl levels of map? fame? Yep. 
the map of parody. <laughs> Kale, let's go back. See if you remember this. Do you remember the twenty fir- first in night the of September? Twenty first night. Do you? Where were you? Um, twenty first. What, what happened on twenty first night of September? I don't want to know. Um, or was that part of the joke? I'm just that was missing. a song. But oh, it was a song. See, yeah. I went for I went to MJ. <laughs> Do you remember, remember the time? Yo, I was listening to MJ today. He was killing it. But go back well, to the to the old office and go to ride. Oh, you know what, Josh? Just leave it alone. All right. But a doctor uh, go back. did kill it technically. But anyways, <laughs> go back to Golden Ride. Do you remember the day that I walked into Josh's office screaming his name and he finally replied to me and I started singing him a song and the song was, your windows are down. No. <laughs> and it's, to and my it's office? raining outside. No, not you, Josh Dawson. The other Josh. Okay. Yes. Yeah. I was like, I didn't right, have an so, office at Golden So Rock. I'll tell the story. So I walked into Josh's office and as I walk into his office, all right, and in this office, for everybody that's listening, if you scream something down at the back of the office, everyone could hear it. Like the office was small enough that if you said something loud enough, everyone heard your conversations, they heard whatever. And so Kale was at the front of the office, and I happened to be in Josh's office, who at the time was our worship leader for, for uh, well, he still is the worship leader for the youth, but he was worship leader and tech guy, kind of. He was kind of yeah. both. And I walked in, and I grabbed one of his guitars, and I'm screaming his name. He's not listening to me because I'm the annoying guy that always wants to talk to Josh and mess with him. And finally, he responds with what? And screams it at me. He's like, what? And when I when he says that, I grab his guitar. I hit a G chord. I'm like, brum. Hit the G chord. I'm like, your windows are down. Hit the next chord. <laughs> and it's raining outside. You might want to put your windows up. And he looks at me. He goes, is it raining? I'm like, bro, it's pouring outside. <laughs> so then he runs as fast as he can outside to put his windows up. And oh. when I got done, I came out. And if you remember, Kale, you, you you said you don't remember, but you and Mario were like, yo, this is going to become like a song, right? And I'm like, wait, what? You heard that? <laughs> and y'all were like, of course. Like, that was awesome. I'm like, I was just being an idiot. Like, I was just doing yeah. something funny, just trying to, you know, get him to put his windows up. But it was really well, funny. It was a cool moment. It's definitely like, I, if, I, I don't know if I'm remembering or if I'm constructing a false memory, memory based on your telling of it, but especially your reenactment now, like it's got a little country vibe and you're yep. like, you are a real eclectic dude, right? <laughs> like, um, you know, like Mike loves rock music. Mike's not your typical rock music fan. <laughs> Mike would probably stand out at a rock music concert. He, he probably couldn't blend in. We all know what I'm saying here. And so could I see you like Cowboy Troy cutting a country track and it being successful? Yeah, I can. Let's do it. Let's do it. Uh, my favorite. Listen, if Mike Rowe can release a track with uh, come on with the dude from uh, uh, what, what is his name? They're at like the top of the charts right now Um. Uh, from the guys that Cowboy Troy did with Save a Horse Rider Cowboys, their oh, song. Oh, Big and Rich. Big and, Big and Rich, yeah. So Mike Rowe just released a Christmas song with Rich. Wow. Santa's got a dirty job. Um, <laughs> but Mike, uh, if he can do it, you can do it. That's what I'm trying to say. Oh, yeah. My favorite memory in that office, what you're talking about, Mike, that same office, it was all tile, and it, the whole, like, straight down yep. the the office was a, a really tiny hallway made of tile. Yep. Um, Kale's office was at the very front, um, and then what the soon to be the senior pastor's wife would do she would get this metal pan and in the middle of the work day kale would probably be on a phone (laughs) or something she would take and there'd be a couple of us on the back side of the office she would take this metal pan and and just the way she would like throw it throw it and or roll it it and fling it down the hall (laughs) 
ding, ding, ding. Like, it was, and if I would imagine, yeah. if I were Caleb, it probably would have scared the crap out of me. Because it was just dead quiet. All of a sudden, bang, 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 all the way down the hallway. It she would do it just so to much. troll Kale, just for fun. It, it wasn't so much, you know, it was like, it was, it was whatever. It was a little bit of, of a couple of things. Cause I, I'm a, like, I'm a good kid. I can take a joke, right? Like if I, I, I like to dish it out so I, I can take it. Right. So like I would, I would half laugh. Like I see the humor in it, but then also depending on the circumstance, it was as nefarious as it could be. The phone was always involved in some way, yeah. shape or form. It yep. wasn't just, let me scare kale with the loud noise. I'm not particularly jumpy. It was let me wreck this call or whatever's going on. <laughs> so the worst, the worst application. So like if I'm just if I'm just on a call, like if I've just taken a phone call, I'm like uh, whatever. When the when rage would well up inside of me would be when like there would be certain times when we'd have to close the office for a day or two for an event. So we're doing a thing where there's going to be a lot of people calling for information or whatever. So I've got to do these Disney esque style voicemails. Yeah. Right. So oh, that nobody's going to answer the phone, but these people need this information and it would be when, and there's no editing this. It's a freaking nope. like it's a voicemail message. <laughs> so, but they're long. So I'd be three quarters of the way through a decent take of this thing. And that's when you hear what sounds like a pinball machine. Yeah, like imagine if they were taking down the Eiffel Tower with explosives. That's what this sound was. Dude, it was loud. loud. And it's well and what's extra infuriating is you can't even really be mad because it's it's her. It's her and it's hilarious. Like it is hilarious. I see that. So I'm ticked, but I know it's funny. And I'm like, so you gotta you gotta pull a Jocko. You gotta you gotta step back. You gotta detach. You gotta go, no. (laughs) If I was standing in the hall instead of sitting on the phone, I'd be laughing. <laughs> Did you a, really you know, respond that calm and that for, zen? Uh, yeah, I didn't ever like go off on anybody. Yeah, I was never no, like mad, never mad. Went, yeah, no, never was mad about it. Nothing like yeah. that. No, you can see I'll, the frustration say, in like, your face, but like for the listeners, especially because there, there's some these days that, that that don't know us from you know our, our spheres of, of influence and experience here in, in Central Florida. Uh, you know, so what we're talking about, you know, our, our church has grown, but we used, it was decent size then too, but we were on the, this old campus that we used to be on and there were just several buildings. Like we'd been on the property for so long. There was just a bunch of different buildings detached from the main building. So we were in this building that once upon a time had been a house and it had been gutted and rebuilt and gutted and rebuilt as needed over and over again. So we were just kind of out there as these pariahs, like everybody in the youth ministry, (laughs) we had a big team was out there, but it also meant we really had no adult supervision. None. (laughs) Like none. Like we were adults, but But yeah, just (laughs) Uh, I mean, at one point, like we we had we had bought a purchased a bought we we had purchased a foosball table like to use for youth stuff, but there's no good place to store it, quote unquote, no good place to store it. So it lived in the back of the office when it wasn't sure being did. used for anything. Miraculously, we all got real good at foosball, at foosball. and we weren't putting in the time after hours, you know. What I mean? <laughs> so I mean, it was just. Uh, we, we we had some good times in that. I mean, it's amazing that none of us... At one point, literally, I hear a loud crash, and I go to the back room, and the drop tile ceiling has just caved in <laughs> on several desks. Oh. Like, it's amazing we all got out with our lives. No, that... that I mean, that campus was in a pretty sketchy area of town. There was one night I was working yeah. late on videos 
and the front door was all glass, right? And so I was working mm. in the back office. It's about 2 a.m., finishing up a video, finished it, was going to walk out the front door. It's 2 a.m. There's a man standing at the front door just facing it, like Mm-mm. right up against her, just looking inside, not moving, just staring inside. But I, I had it caught my eye right before I fully went around the corner. Freaked me out, and I just stood there for a second. He was a homeless guy, and so I kind of went out around the corner. I was like, can I help you? And he goes, no, and then just turns around and walks away. And then I'm like, oh, my God. And so I, I sat there for a minute waiting, watching him like cause it was a glass door. I was watching him walk away and my car was like kind of right there. And so I sat there and waited f- to like a reasonable distance where I can make it to my car before he has a chance to run back. Right. And, uh, and then it was fine. But absolutely terrifying. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I, I worked I worked custodial when we were still at Goldenrod. So I would uh, hear horror stories just about custodians finding homeless people sleeping in different rooms. Because there were so many buildings that were detached from the main building. Yeah. So, and like, even uh, being on campus when those type of situations would happen to it, it was terrifying. I'm like, what was that older black something. dude's name that was the lead? The lead? Claude. Claude. Claude man. Do you believe the story that he saw a dude, because he, he would work late, obviously, the head custodian, yeah. and he would leave last or something, locking up, turn off lights. I heard he. I think I heard it from you, Mike. So maybe not. Be, it might not be true. Um, you said that. That's not nice. He said. I know, right? <laughs> that he said one night when he was walking through the main sink in pitch black, late at night, there was a man dressed as a clown sitting in the front row. Confirm or deny? Confirm. I don't know if he was sitting in the front row, but there was around Halloween time. They would have a lot of people that would show up in clown costumes. The way I heard it, he was like, a crazy dude just in a clown outfit just sitting in the front row in the dark no one else in the sanctuary yeah i would have had a, i would have punched him i would have shot him <laughs> i'll, I'll, I'll <laughs> but i don't know this. if that happened to claude though that may have oh, okay uh, I, i'll i'll say it i'll say this um you know listeners if you've never had opportunity in your life if you never had occasion to be alone at night in a church sanctuary that has the mm. lights off. That's the creepiest one in the world. I, I get there's no I get there's no logic behind it. I get there's no there's no reason here. I know this isn't yes. a particularly Vulcan moment, but right. Heebie jeebies. No, yeah. It's, <laughs> but I what I've heard, uh, I think our building property manager, I've I've <laughs> joked with him about it, and he <laughs> says the reason why it's so creepy in there at night with all that noise it's making is because it, the whole building's made out of wood. And so the slightest breeze that things creak and creak, things moving, and that's oh, yeah. what creates that that ominous, weird mm. vibe. Yeah, I don't know. It wasn't uh. even specific to like that old campus of ours. It was. Yeah, I, I don't know. I yeah, I guess it hasn't been every uh, you know dark sanctuary I've I've ever been in, but. I mean, a lot of times, I mean, it might just be something about the big open space. I, I yeah, I don't know, but that's exactly what it is. Now, Josh, there's a story I told from um, Jason Alvarado, the illusionist, miraculous, <laughs> magician, awesomest uh-huh. person in the world, whatever you want to call him. Okay. So he, um, and I don't, I don't know if Claude ever ran into that thing, but I know that Claude and and Frank. Do you remember Frank? He yeah. was bald headed, had the hair coming out of his shirt that everybody saw. Hot. Um, I mean, I mean, like if, if Frank somehow hears this, shout out to Frank. But man, like he would literally have hair coming out of his shirt. Like it didn't make any sense. It's like how who has that much hair on their back, right? Like it's crazy. But okay. uh, every every custodian, uh, every church needs a Frank, right? And Frank would walk around in the pitch black on purpose. 
at Golden Rock Campus just to find people doing things like not supposed to be in there or in the wrong place, whatever. So um, I know that at one point at a Halloween, like for like a good two years, every Halloween, there would be somebody that would show up in a clown costume and they would have to kick them off property. But Jason Alvarado actually walked in one morning on a Sunday morning because he was one of the first people to turn the light on. When he turned the light on, there was a guy sitting up top in a chair in the dark, just sitting there and wouldn't move. In the top of the and risers. Jason, yeah. And Jason's like, excuse me. And the dude's not moving. He's like, sir, dude didn't move. He's, he's like, you know what? I'm not dealing with this. Turn the light back off and walked out. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Said, nah, bro. That's what oh, you do in the horror movies. They'd have been like, hello, who are you? <laughs> yeah. I'm going to go gonna take go a up, shower real quick. I'm I'll be right back. Investigate. <laughs> and we all, all know right. who's dying first in the horror movie, so we didn't even got to say that. Sorry, Mike. It's okay. One day we'll figure it out. All I right. mean, people in general, not, yeah. not you know. Well, anyone specific. Hey, we need to go back to Marvel here for a second, though. Okay. The Eternals. Okay. Eh. What did you guys think of that movie? Kale, did you see it yet? I haven't watched it yet. No. Well, I thought it was okay. It you saw it, Mike? Oh, definitely saw it. You loved I it. I liked it a lot. Here's the thing. Here's <laughs> the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. You know what? Whatever. You know what? You know what? I don't need that right now, okay? <laughs> whatever. Here's what so it is. Here's whenever, what it is. Uh, I think. Uh, Here we go. Whenever you you uh, you go like, hey, you know what's a great movie? Name name three great movies. And you go like, I don't know, Interstellar, Inception, another movie with the eye. I don't know. And then you ask Mike Williams, what do you think was the greatest movies ever? And he go, man, Interstellar was the worst movie. No good story. Didn't follow well at all. Matthew McConaughey, poor acting. Wasn't even believable. Like, and it's like, you're on a different planet, Mike. So the fact that I was whatever about Eternals, the way you're even talking, like, dude, you loved Eternals, yep. didn't you? <laughs> okay. Here's what it is, okay? I went in with low expectations from the from the jump. Yeah, and I went in so with low too. That probably is what happened. I didn't think it was amazing. It's definitely not one of the top Marvel movies, but I didn't think it was as bad as everybody said it was. I would agree with that. I didn't think it was as bad as everybody said it was. Now, did you see the ending end credits? Yeah, you did. With I don't the know Harry Styles guy? Uh, no, after that. Refresh my memory. Ooh, I don't know if Kel. What do you want me to do here? He we spoiled it in the last with Adam. Oh, you did? Yeah. Did you did you spoil this though? I think we did. We end, talked about the end, end, but I don't remember what it was. Just, just. It's uh, it, it's um, it's, it's the guy from Game of Thrones. He grabs a John sword. John Snow. Oh yeah, and it's yes. Blade. Blade comes and it's talks Blade. to him at the end. Yo. Yeah. I'm excited about this. It's Blade. But was like, it? It's not Wesley. No. It's not Wesley. Wesley's not. It's Wesley's the, not in the movie. It's the black guy from um, Marsala. Marsala. Yeah. Yeah. Marsala from House Ali, of Cards. It should be Wesley Snipes. Isn't he in jail? You know, West, he gave no, no he's not. He's, he's out. out. He's doing and he's his a thing. Dope actor, and it should be him. And he's in he's in a new movie with Kevin Hart on Netflix. Well, good for him. I wa- yeah, I just so watched Red Notice last night with Kira. It was weird at the end. I didn't. I, like it, the <laughs> it first was half was good. I I was into it, the premise and where it was building up to, and then the the end, I was like, that was all of this was dumb. It was like they got tired of writing and they're like, What can we just throw together? Yeah, I, that's I haven't, watched, I haven't watched it yet. I've heard it's fun, but formulaic. Like it's one of those movies that a computer AI could have written. Yeah, Show a computer AI, a bunch of you know quasi funny buddy action movies. Okay, this is the one it would write after watching all of them. Right. Apparently, like I read this whole study film study thing article that they put into an article, so it's summarized. But like the way 
Netflix style movies are edited and story told are completely different than how a movie only being released in theaters is written. Like, and then the way it's shot and edited is even completely different. And there's like a whole different world to Netflix specific movies versus hmm. real th- cinematic oh. movie. I forget wow. the study. I forget the points. I'm not going to try and quote any of it, but it was like there just is, because of the, just because of the, like the volume they're cranking out or I think so. And I think, uh, because of the way it's watched, probably on a phone or this or that more close-up shots things like that it's just yeah. shot and made differently because it knows it's going to be on a phone on netflix hmm. versus in a theater wow i, I need to find that study that, i'd i'd be interested to know like what percentage of their content is watched on mobile devices versus mm. streaming devices in living rooms at this point yeah definitely i specifically only watch netflix yeah. on my apple tv i don't know if i watch any streaming service on my yeah phone. Yeah, no, same same for me. I mean, once in a while, you know, if I'm if I'm into a series, particularly it's something like or I'm not watching together uh, with the wife, like I've been catching up on those Star Trek series because you know yeah. T-Mobile tossed us Paramount Plus for free, and she couldn't care less, right? So that like if right. I got some downtime, I'll watch that on on a phone or something. But um, you know, then we've talked about this some before, like the streaming, the digital ownership rights. It all just keeps getting iffier. I, I hope it all gets fixed soon. Like. Did you guys see the story with Disney Plus and, and the Simpsons episode that they like edited or got rid of? I think no. I saw a headline. I didn't I see that. I, I so there's this episode of the Simpsons. I don't know what season or what what episode. I'll see if it says it in this this article that I've that I've got pulled up. But so it was a 2005 episode of the Simpsons, whatever 16th season, right? So they're in China. And they go and like in the episode, obviously they visit Tiananmen Square and there's like a sign, like a plaque there that says on this site in 1989, nothing happened. Like it's entirely <laughs> mocking like yeah. Chinese communist censorship, wow. right? right? So that <laughs> that funny. episode has been remu- removed. You can't view that episode on Disney Plus in, in China. It's been removed. Wow. Well, yeah. Isn't Disney like in China's so, pocket? Like they, liter- like they literally edited it out. Like it, it, it's... Th- they did the exact thing it's mocking yeah right like it's the that's the whole point right i'm just so over stuff like that oh yeah you Um, know there's like i've talked on here about being a scrubs fan there there's a couple of of episodes of scrubs that i i i I own it digitally i i think i probably bought it through itunes but and i think this happened after i purchased it they removed a couple of, of episodes at the show creators. Uh, it's the same show creator as Ted Lasso, uh, but uh, it was at, at his request. But there were some episodes where they quote unquote did blackface and they removed those episodes because he was no longer comfortable with them that they produced them. So it's like I had bought the whole series, but those episodes that I bought, because obviously I didn't wow. actually buy it. Right? right. It's just licensed. Got got pulled. Mm. Right. And it's funny, like on that topic, and Mike, I'd love to hear hear your take. I don't know if we've talked about this with you on here before, but like it, it seems like such a disservice to me to call like any time there's a, a white person portraying, you know, being a black person that that's blackface. Like I feel like like blackface, like minstrel shows, like that was a very specific and derogatory right. thing where right. it's like now more often than not when you see quote unquote blackface it's not blackface in that sense like the last time i saw you know the close in in my lifetime the only time i've seen actual blackface was ted danson when he was dating Whoopi goldberg they mm-hmm. they did it as a gag right. Whoopi seemed okay with it then but i'm like <laughs> now now when you see it 
right? Like it's, it's normally mocking that thing. Like it's not like right. a, Hey, we're mocking African Americans or black people or whatever I'm supposed to say now it's we're we're mocking people who would do that. Like one of the bits from scrubs where like it, it was a flashback to when the main characters were in college and you know, the main character, JD's white, his buddy, uh, Turk is black. They're going to, uh, a frat party at, uh, uh like a, a black fraternity Mm-hmm. and JD is done up like one of the kid and play guys or something like that. Like he's, he's got makeup on so that he looks right. black and Turks with him. And the gag is like, you're sure this is going to be okay. Turks like, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They're going to think it's funny. And just before they open the, the door to the frat, like Turk <laughs> steps away to say hi to somebody. So it's just JD standing there oh, dressed as a black man. person and they beat <laughs> the crap out of him and throw him out on the lawn. Like it's a, it's a funny bit. And it's like, nothing about that is, is like a minstrel show where somebody's, making making fun of or being derogatory towards right. black people like nothing about that bit is that right. and now those those episodes are just yanked like that's not the same thing as like hey everybody's bowing down to you know chinese censorship because right um but it's just you know it's just being treated in general the the chinese thing is more nefarious but you know this whole just infantilizing all of society where it's like oh no nobody can handle uh, offensive ideas. They, they can't process them and go, Oh, that's good. Or that's bad. Or that's, it's just, I, I've never, it's, just I'm, it's funny as, as not funny, but is, uh, I don't know if it's weird, but I've never really truly understood the whole blackface thing. I, I guess that just was never something I experienced coming up, but I do remember, um, I feel like it's a lot a of camp. work to make fun of that. Like, I feel no, like you're really, really committing is. to like a really mean. Yeah, like, if like, you're doing it to be mean, you're really committing because like that's a lot of work to, to put that lot. all over your face. Work. But we it were was, at camp. It, we it was in like one. these old school minstrel shows. One, it, it just was a very unflattering portrayal. The way they would even do the quote unquote right. black face. It was like right. black shoe polish. It wasn't brown mm-hmm. and the the big. I can't remember if it was red or white lips. Like even the portrayal was offensive and derogatory. Just the visual, and then it was. You know, they were portrayed as, you know, ignorant or, you know, less than human or whatever. That's abhorrent. Yeah, no, let's not do that. Let's Let's not not do that. that. But like, you know, right and left, like they like to be able to flip the script on the other one. So, you know, like an example that comes to mind is Jimmy Kimmel portraying Charles Barkley. And he's, you know, he's in makeup to to look black. It was a it was a funny bit. Right. It was it, like it was a funny bit, Nobody, the right yeah. likes, but the right likes to go, okay, well, can we cancel Jimmy now? Because he he did blackface, and he so did this. The, the point that they're making is right, right? Like, let's not have a double standard, but it's like, well, hey, let's be smarter about our standards. Period. Right. right? Yeah. You know, to where now it's it's getting where like in in acting in movies and TV, it's like oh, this person played a gay person, but they're not gay, or this person played a trans person, or they're not trans, or this person played a, you know, Frank is, coming back to Simpsons, Hank Azaria, who's white, was voicing Apu, who's right. Indian. It's like, well, like, that, yes, that's that's what acting is. Is. <laughs> like, that's... That's that's, what I mean, yeah, you made like, a great point a couple weeks ago. Sorry to cut you off, Mike, but like about the whole Hamilton thing. Like everyone applauded Hamilton for being so diverse, but then everyone was mad at uh, the Heights movie being not diverse enough. And they're like, enough. It's, or not. What was it? It was not Latino. Not enough Latinos in it. No, so properly it's, represent. It, it's that there wasn't enough skin tones. It was all fair skinned Latinos. Oh, but man. then it's like, but hold up. 
It's like Thomas Jefferson was not a black dude. He was white. Uh, it just yeah. you, you're never gonna make anybody happy, ever. Yeah, you'll always know. Like where, but like, it's just it's just funny to me. Like you know, I I looked at at Hamilton, and I'm not like, oh how how dare they portray these historically uh, Caucasian, you know, European whatever characters. Uh, with uh, black people or Asian people or Latino people. I was just like, dude, the, the guy that played Washington's one of my favorite portrayals of, of Washington. I'm yeah, like, they, cool. Everyone in is, that whole production killed it. it was uh, dope. Yeah. Though they did make sure uh, that King George, who is, uh, you know, the villain and per- portrayed as a, a complete dirtbag, They did make sure that that was cast as a white person. I did not put um, that together. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Wow. No, that was still uh, a white person. Um, I feel personally attacked. Which, hey, oh, fine. Um, But now, you know, the the woke counter-arcs would be, well, of course you're okay with it. You you have the privilege of being able to be mocked and it not mean anything to you. Whatever, That's it's a horse of a different color. But when we're talking about acting in particular, everyone's pretending to be something they're not. Yep, yep. But, like... I guess there was that one Navy SEAL movie that had real Navy SEAL SEALs, but other than that, everybody, like, uh, you know, now spoiler alert: Will Ferrell, not raised by an elf, hasn't ever, hasn't ever worked in Santa's workshop. Now perhaps they should have hired a real elf for that role. Tricky, but put in the effort, Hollywood. Mike, what uh, were you gonna say about blackface? Um, no, uh, I was just saying that. Um, you know, there was there was a there was a year at camp where um, the students who were on the black team wanted to put black makeup or black paint on their faces, but weren't allowed to because other people were offended by it. And so and it's like not kind of what Kel was saying. Not every time somebody does that, they're trying. Well, not any time. I don't think anyone is trying to offend anybody. They're just going, no, I'm just. This is my team, and I just want to put black paint on. Like my, you look at the blue team. Like, everyone on the blue team is covered blue head team to toe has, in blue, exactly. and the red team were covered at, in head yep. to toe red. Hey, we but just happened to be on the black team. We're black just team, doing what everyone else is doing. Exactly, like, we and can't they couldn't now. do it, and it was just yeah. this huge thing. And I remember, I remember sitting there going like, like, are we just are we just sitting and looking for things to be mad at? Like, yeah. move like move on, find something. Like, it's it's not that big of a deal, especially you know when like I'm looking at some of the students who I know their families right like i'm looking at one of the students whose family welcomed me into their home mm. all right and i'm just like come on now like we gotta stop with this like we really gotta just be done with this but i don't know man i just i i mean i get it it's like it's not my thing to be offended about or not offended offended right. by right yeah uh but it just like there's a broader issue of it just seems like like intent matters yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Like intent, yeah. intent matters. And Context. I get the road to hell is paved with good intentions, but, uh, you know, I, I, I'll take it back to, because he's, uh, you know, a, a lefty left, left liberal, uh, but like Jimmy Fallon, no, Jimmy Kimmel, Kimmel. Jimmy Kimmel, mm-hmm. like his intent in portraying Charles Barkley in a skit was not the same thing as somebody in a minstrel show, mocking african-americans no it's not that it's not the same thing and i think it does a disservice to the cause to act like it is it is yeah right i I agree 
I don't know. But I mean, you, you see this over and over again with, with different yeah. issues, right? Like right now, you know, this week, you know, abortion's big in the news because of this case that's before the Supreme court this week. And, you yeah. know, Roe v. Wade could, could be overturned, could be massively weakened, could, could be, you know, all these things. And I've heard the sentiment over and over again this week. Well, who are these, who are these men to have a say in this? Like, Men can't ovulate. Men don't have eggs. Men can't gestate. Men, you know, men. Um, well, your side says they can now, though. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> like literally, like birthing, yeah. birthing people. That's like that's a phrase they want like doctors to say. Menstruating persons is a thing you're supposed to say. Instead now. of a manhole, it's a people hole. Yeah. So. You've got to pick which which argument you want to pick. You have to pick which point you want to be able to make. They're point right? fluid. Like, yeah, which of those hills do you want to die on? Because yeah. if you want to stick with this this menstruating persons thing over here, mm-hmm. then your argument of oh well, you know, men don't have babies, so they don't get a say in this. You got to pick mm-hmm. one. I pick one. Yeah. Stop mm. talking with your logic, Kale. Let me be mad. <laughs> so, all that to say, Disney if, Plus freaking show the Simpsons episode in China. <laughs> and you know if, what? If they pu- and if they pull your whole service because of it, okay. Who cares? Okay, because it's more important than the money you're making off of them there. If if abortion isn't murder, then how come when a pregnant woman is killed it's considered a double homicide? Oh, wow. What? Not even never even thought about it that way. <laughs> I'm going to walk out with Kayla and I's logic real quick. That was a good podcast, everybody. Thanks for joining. <laughs> now that many of you are mad at us. I'm sorry you want to kill someone. My bad. I'll let you. If you really want to mm. kill someone that bad. <laughs> dear God. <laughs> yeah. So many people are just no, triggered. I'm, you know, I, I'm, I, it just... Like there's there's real issues that need to be addressed. There's real ground that needs to be gained. There's you right. know there's still uh, you know real civil rights wrongs that that should be righted despite all the progress that's been made there. And so, but I just feel like it waters down. You know, there's real uh, issues with like rape and sexual assault. You know, so right. that when all when these things you know when everything when when speech becomes violence and when all these things that come short of what that metric has been gets called rape or sexual uh, assault right absolutely not making light of those things like it just it waters down and devalues the real the real issues and i and i think everybody it's just you know i I don't know we talked about it with adam just in the context of of covid just like the over politicization of everything just does us you know right left center blue purple upside down whatever it just does us all such a disservice but but Uh, we like we like we like jerseys we like tribes we like teams and so we we dig in rah rah team rah rah team mike you gonna watch (laughs) hawkeye I am gonna watch it at some point. I just gotta get to. I gotta get through all the other ones. I gotta get. Oh, through. you still haven't watched Falcon? Yeah, I still haven't watched Falcon. Still haven't watched. You Loki. haven't watched it since we talked about it when you were on the pod last. I know, I know, I know. I'm gonna get to him. I promise. Am I remembering right to though? You're not an Anthony Mackie fan. Is that part of your hesitation um, there? I'm not. I'm not a huge Anthony Mackie fan. I feel and like I he tries to be, be like Walmart Will Smith. Yeah, and I know he's already gonna become Captain America. So I'm like, ugh. But you know. I'll get there. 
I mean, his last speech at the end was pretty good. Like, I didn't hate pretty it. Good. It wasn't like I'm tw- I'm tweeting about the show to go see it, but right. I was. I mean, it was. It's worth the watch if you care about Marvel and to follow along. Yeah, no, but it wasn't I, like I'm, it wasn't WandaVision. I'm gonna. I'm definitely gonna watch. I, I still. I said it. You know, back when we were watching, I'll say it again now. Like it was at its best when it was like a buddy cop comedy. Yeah. Yeah, the, the interaction, that. and I didn't like. Um, I I like the idea of him as Cap. I don't like them like merging the characters. Like, I think leave, he needs to be a super soldier yeah. to be full Cap, right? Because there is that yes. level of Captain America, right? And I don't know. Not, I I think the point they're trying to make there is like the serum isn't what made Steve Rogers Captain America. Yeah, but right. It like I think it was his integrity and his belief and whatever, but. I would just like for I, I would like to see Anthony Mackie like leave Falcon behind and just be Cap. Like I don't know that I like oh, the I wings and the goggles and and everything along. Yeah, along there's a whole lot he's doing there. Did you guys see um that uh Colby Smolders will we prize Maria Hill? And Maria Hill, Maria Hill um on a new Marvel series, Secret Invasion. Oh yeah, that's that? that's a uh, Sam Jackson's show. He's that that's all that, isn't it? It's him with the uh, who is he at the end of Captain Marvel? That that crowd, scrolls or skills? What are they called? Oh, you're talking about him? Yeah, maybe. What were what were those people called? That species? Scroll? I think scrolls. That's what they were called. No, I think it was the scrolls. Yeah, you're talking about the weird people that do that. They change, right? Yeah, yeah. But her and her and Nick Fury are gonna be on there. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, Kree. So, and it's a it's oh, the Kree. Oh, the Kree. The shapeshifters. Is it crossover comic? Yeah. Oh, the scrolls are somebody else too. Oh, I thought I made it up. No, the Kree. No, no, bro. The Kree are. No, the Kree is Captain Marvel's people. That's the Kree. Yeah, that's who. That's secret. They don't change. And involving all of them, isn't it? No, it's the scrolls. The scrolls are the ones who change. No, I think it's the Kree that change. I'm. I mean, I'm reading it right here, bro. The, the, the Disney crossover comic event showcases a fraction a faction of shape-shifting scrolls who have been infiltrating Earth for years. Huh. <laughs> oh, great. Decree. I went to click the article, and it's like, you'll be re- redirected in 15 seconds. Way <laughs> to go. Thanks. Way to go. So, hey, in uh, non-Marvel entertainment news, I did see, which is pretty cool, uh, that... There's this, uh, it's and it's of course for charity, but there's uh, Airbnb is doing this promotion right now. You can actually go and stay in the Home Alone house. I saw that for a night or two, and it includes like setting booby traps and you oh, know, cool. eating like a candlelit mac and cheese dinner and all that. Mike, stuff. I see you 100% going and doing that. You are lying. Is it's it? In did Chica- you say it's, it's an escape Chicago. room? It Just say it's an escape a- room, and Mike is the the burglar. <laughs> I, and I mean not. You could is it the actual tr- house? Yeah, it's yeah, the, the actual the house. Actual house you can go. Right. Which it's funny. Twenty five dollars a night. I saw. It's uh, it's I saw a meme the other day, which was funny because uh, yeah, I think it's more almost like more raffle style. I think that's where the twenty five dollar thing comes oh, into play. Oh, okay. Uh, but I saw a meme the other day. It was like the older I get, the more I can't help but wonder what Kevin McAllister's dad did to afford that Before house the, and a trip yes. for nine to Paris. Oh, yes, yeah. Mike, you were right. It is scroll. I take back my. <laughs> <laughs> well the dude's it's name okay. is scroll talos but then they are also shape-shifting scrolls yeah so. it's okay i'm not it's, it's okay it's fine it's fine it's, you were right i was wrong 
Um, did you so. see, Kale, you talked about it a lot. I think probably the last time Mike was on, we talked about HBO doing the next Game of Thrones prequel. prequel? No, we talked about Lord of the Rings. Anyways, I redact the Lord of the, what I was about to say. But anyways, I'll just still say it. They're, they were going to make a prequel, Game of Thrones, but and they already spent $30 million on the first episode, and HBO has already canned it. They decided they're not going to continue with it. At Wait. one point, at one point, they had like three different spinoffs planned, or something like that. Something. I think I got one. it confused with you. I just realized as I was saying it just now that you yeah. talked about Lord of the Rings. Yeah, it's either Amazon or Hulu doing a Lord of the Rings series. Right. I think that's Wait, still who? On. What? What got canned? Game of Thrones, I guess, was making a prequel um, of Game of Thrones. I guess whatever the main chick is, her people like back in the fuck of the day. <laughs> Gotcha. Uh, whatever they are, I forget. Tigarians? Uh, don't quote me. Um, yeah. A prequel of that. They only made the pilot. They spent $30 million. HBO already said, eh, we're going to can it. And Gosh. I guess over creative things, or I forget the reason why. They spent $30 million on what? $30 million on nothing, girl. Dude, the production budgets have just gotten so crazy. But not here, not here at the Solid Seven Podcast. I mean, I'll spend ninety nine on a refrigerator, nah. but I won't spend thirty million. So, uh, on so. A show. But well, Mike, dude, it's been good to have you back, man. Oh, and the, of course. I mean, a, Come a on, proper man. throw. I mean, this has been an OG Solid Seven episode. This is a <laughs> a, a, a proper Solid Seven uh, oh, recording yeah. here. I, you know, I I will say I'll, I'll probably end up posting some of this, but. Um, you know, before we uh, we sign off for this episode, you know, we're getting close to the end of the year here. Everybody's doing their their look back things, their reflections. So, um, you know, Spotify's doing all their uh, what is it? Like Spotify Wrapped, Spotify Wrapped Up, yeah. however they're they're yeah. putting it. So they're doing that for like their podcasters and stuff too, which Spotify owns Anchor. So I, we saw the link for ours. So Josh and I were going back. Now only less than a, a third of our our listeners listen on Spotify. So this isn't the biggest chunk of of our audience, but they still threw us some uh, some cool stats. So of the people that uh, listen to us on Spotify. Uh, 24 of them, we were the, the podcast they listened to most. So of the people that wow. listen on Spotify, we were the, the thing they listened to most this year. So I thought that was pretty cool. Um, they put, they must've caught this off early cause we're definitely past 32 episodes. Uh, but by their math, we put out 32 episodes and 3,253 minutes of content this year, which is, uh, pretty crazy. And then That's a lot of minutes, um, I, this this I, I'm almost hesitant to share this stat because it just doesn't sound that impressive. But when you know that like we're growing, but still not that big yet, and not most of our listens don't come through Spotify, it said seven of our listeners on Spotify listen to most of our episodes, which I still think is pretty cool. Yeah, like, that's awesome. Of the percentage that's on there, that they're listening to most of what we put out, knowing that we put out you know over three thousand minutes of content. It's pretty cool. So thanks, seven yeah. seven listeners and the twenty four awesome. of you who who listened to to us more than anything else. We we appreciate you. Thank you. Oh yeah. And uh, just getting started. More to come. It's it's been a fun. <laughs> you know, we it's not a full year. We didn't start in January, but it's been a a fun first year doing this. We're closer good to one year than to when we started. So thirty six. Thirty six. Is this factual. the thirty seventh episode we're recording right now? This will this be 30, yeah. Depending on how the, the math gets tr- the math gets tricky. So 
We did an, a 19 and a half. I thought about oh. going back and like just making it 20 and then just fixing all the numbers <laughs> down because it's annoying Fixed my OCD. He can't look at it. <laughs> I think I think it's funny because we were trying to keep our word that we were going to do a live episode for episode 20 and then we still couldn't couldn't do it because of the Roro. It ended up being episode 21. <laughs> but uh so yeah so last week we you know we we took the week off for thanksgiving and and released uh a, a patreon episode for episode 36 so this right. one depending on what you count and how you count this one will yes, be maybe 30 37, 37. so gotcha. lucky number 37 so but uh, you know, it's it's been a lot of fun. We've had some some awesome guests. Uh, we've had some awesome regulars, including Mike. It's been a good time. We got some big stuff oh, coming yeah. too. So so much fun. Uh, onward and and up upward or something like that. But uh, so well, Mike, we love you. I miss you, man. We got to do this more often. Been too long for sure. When you're when you're dropping some new music or maybe re-recording some old music, <laughs> uh, you can come back and, and debut it. Do your worldwide debut here on the Solid Seven Podcast for sure. And uh, I don't know if Yo- don't, Camp Yoko is on um, the YouTube's, but we should link that so people can see your, your the start of your music video rap career. I think we lost Mike for a second. I got you guys back. Oh hey, couldn't hear you for couldn't hear you for a second there, there but yeah, I'm gonna try to get some music. You know, try to get some stuff out there. Try to get some stuff for the new year. Make it happen. Professional podcast here. We'll get it done. <laughs> right on. Well, Mike, we love you, listeners. We love you. Be sure to uh, take a minute, stop by solidsevenpodcast.com. Hit up the affiliate links. Get yourself some uh, some tough gear from uh, Go Ruck or sign up for uh, for an event over there. Grab yourself some Jocko Go. Be sure to use. A coupon code, save yourself 10% with the uh, coupon code SOLID7, S-O-L-I-D-7. But you can find all our social media on there. You can rate us there. Um, you can find links to the the latest episode, which is what you're listening to right now. So you probably don't need that link anymore. But uh, it's all right there on SOLID7podcast.com. If you would, do us uh, you know, the honor, the favor, the whatever of uh, finding us on social media, giving us a follow um, you know, clicking like, commenting on things, all that helps uh, get that stuff more attention. And if you're just really loving what you're hearing, or you just have more money than you know what to do with, click that uh, Patreon link there on the website and uh, become a Patreon. Help make this thing happen. You get uh, just amazing bonus content every single week or almost every single week. Almost all the weeks <laughs> you get weeks. Uh, bonus content <laughs> and at the $10 level. We'll send you a better than average uh, coffee mug and all that money helps make this possible. So we, we love our Patreon supporters. We love all our listeners, but Patreon supporters, we love you a little extra. <laughs> and uh, Mike, uh, what, any, anything else? Anything you want to leave the people with? If I had a rock. <laughs> if I had a rock. I can't, can't improve on that. There's so. nothing else if I had a rock. <laughs> Listeners, we love you. See ya. Later. Later.